Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Yeah, boy. Straight to Dome. What, what? Nobody's home. Nobody's known. Guess what, guys? It's Shark Week. You guys like some sharks? I've heard of Shark Week before, but is it really like a thing? Yeah, it's really a thing, Harley. Like every three <laughs> it's, months? Uh, it happens every time in a month. We get weeks, and sharks exist. So, yeah. Put them together, Harley. Shark right, I'm Week. Sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend your delicate sensibilities. Delicate sensibilities. Wow. All right, we're off to a fantastic start this <laughs> Before we start fighting, before we start fighting, let's let's introduce Insulting each other. Exactly. Let's thank everyone for listening. I'm talking about all three of you listening to the episode 317 of the Bad Boys Podcast. We're going to randomly rant on all things movies. Maybe talk some trailer talk. Maybe talk some sharks. Maybe talk about waxing some asses. What? Maybe talk about <laughs> waxing waxes, asses. Waxes. What? Maybe talk about, you heard that song called? Oh, What? <laughs> that was last week's episode. Yes, I am your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always... Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And ran out the posse. Tony, a.k.a. MCP. What is going on, fellas? Happy uh, Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, indeed, sir. If You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it right now. If my energy starts to go down uh, mm-hmm. by the end of the night, granted, I'm always tired. I get it, but... I was. I just spent like five hours at the pool today in the sun, oh. so I'm pretty fucking dark. I'm pretty exhausted. I was. I just finished the the homework, and I was um, fighting to stay awake. So it was. Um, and I had a salad for dinner, so I didn't want to eat too much, you know, to make it uh, a just to, just to make it for the night. So mm. if if I uh, you know if my energy starts to go down, you'll know why. But so I went on the guide right now on TV just to see what was on the Shark Week, and there's a program right now called Air Jaws Night Stalker. That's on right now. <laughs> by that by that headline, what do you guys imagine? What do you guys think of that? What, um, what comes uh, to your mind? It's like a a team playing of sharks playing basketball. I see where you're going there. I got that, Which but I'm going to give you the basketball. Oh wait, wasn't that Ice Cube Larry? <laughs> Although I would like to see that, Tony, you are incorrect, sir. Dang, Harley, you want to take a shot at it? Uh, no, I got it. I give, I'll give you, I'll give you a hint. Okay, I'm seeing a bunch of seals right now. Sea lions. What? I already forgot what we're asking. Thank you. Air Jaws Night Stalker. That's the that's the name of the program that's on right now on Shark Week. If you were to tune in right now, Air Jaws Night Stalker. You ever yeah. seen those videos of the sharks jump up in the air? Yeah, getting get the sea lion. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. So it is. You like you like those videos? I love them. That. I think they're great. I think yes. So that's like Shark Week all week long. The different programs on on sharks. And didn't that um, one movie come out, or is it coming out this week or something? The yeah, Shallows? it just came out this week, The Shallows. That's right. Uh-huh. Good yeah, that's right. It did maybe well. Maybe hardly tell us later on this week how it came out. Yeah. Maybe I won't, because I'm too fucking lazy to. But maybe I will, <laughs> because I'm not too fucking lazy to. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's... Uh, so enlightening. 
I know, really. Really. They're trying to like put some kind of like a uh, device on the shark's fin while it's, while it's swimming by. My head is like a shark's fin. <laughs> Somebody knows the lyrics. Would you guys ever go inside a cage and go underwater and feed sharks? No, no, I no need. Nope. No, you do that? Un- yeah. unnecessary. Tony, no. What's the point? Yeah, the- for real. I mean, like I live in a house with with three women. I don't need to get in a cage with sharks. It's the same thing. So what the fuck? No drum roll, Tony. Really? My man was trying right there. He was. He went for it. <laughs> I thought it was funny, Harley. Thank you. <laughs> so don't worry I think Tony thought it was funny too he just can't find his fucking iPad with that crazy device he's lying in with his computer above his head first blood wasn't that on grandma's boy wasn't that his his uh, setup, Tony yeah I think so yeah he had that crazy shit going on he was just like Neo from the Matrix mm-hmm. yeah. see that's what's going on Harley he's trying to be Neo that's what it is you know Soon, soon, next episode is going to be like, you know what? I'm not MCP anymore, guy. Everybody wants to be like Neo. <laughs> oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like Neo, too. <laughs> oh, nicely done. Nicely done. Oh, man. Tonight, we're going to be talking about a little movie called Midnight Special. Who chose that for the homework? You remember Harley? <sighs> you didn't remember Harley? You chose it. Yeah, it's the Harley thing. Did I did? Yeah. And that shows a little movie called They Live. Johnny Carpenter's They Live. Fair to credit. And I guess I'm the one that saw the extra in the Mouth of Madness. Um, before we get into that, before we gotta get, we gotta talk about with no spoilers, but we will talk about the finale of Game of Thrones. Because yeah, you can't spoil it because I'm. You're not even gonna watch it, though, are you? Well, I might. I I might. You know, binge watch. You know, the thing is, is we're going to be done with with um, House. Uh, fuck, I can never remember Home for some cards, reason. Cards. I know. I always, I always. Did you watch that show? I did. I watched the first two seasons of it. and I liked it a lot. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, we're we're almost halfway through Homeland season five. In which case, they haven't released season six yet. So you know. Um, How you liking it? It's good. I mean, they're all very good. They they all are really standalone. I think they kind of blew their load on season three. Season three was fucking insanity. It was so good. Um, four was good, but it it was really season two ended on a cliffhanger. Season three really wrapped the whole. It felt like the first three seasons were really one big season season four was a standalone season and season five is a standalone season so you can almost i don't know i shouldn't even say almost you could watch season four and five by themselves without watching one through three and be interested be entertained um two and three or one through three i should say you really need to watch in order because it's the same characters. It's the same storyline, essentially. It evolves, but um, the, season four and season five are really sort of just standalone political thriller, you know, shows that are done very well. Um, that's probably more in depth than you asked, but I don't you know go. what's more boring: the description or the show, or the fucking show. So um, the description certainly, because the show's not boring, so it's good, it's fun. Okay. 
And um, but we're gonna need something after that. And uh, uh, you know, um, but maybe this, maybe you need to, maybe you guys need to wrap up the season for me. Because I feel like halfway through the season, Tony was like, "Why are you looking at me, baby?" You're on. I'm on. I feel like I'll Tony meet you in the bedroom. Okay, I'll be there in a few. I feel like you got some porno music going on, Tony, in the background. No, there will be none of that <laughs> during, after, maybe, but not during. We gotta, we gotta be, you know, have our wits about us. <laughs> so, uh, I feel like. <laughs> um, Please do a funky ass Tony, Tony, you got kind of bored Halfway through the fifth season, right? Who knows what the fuck Tony thinks sometimes, right? Tell us, Tony What's going on? What, you like what was the season? The, what was the fifth season? See, oh, exactly Whatever season you're watching This right. one just ended the sixth season Okay, so you're, you're asking about this season Give us your overall review of season six Of Game of Thrones um, it ended with a bang and they wrapped it up really nicely with lots of stories that, I mean, the, the last episode ran longer than normal and they wrapped it all up and it was very satisfying. I mean, and did you feel, how did you, did you lose, didn't you, did, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you kind of lose a little momentum halfway through the season? Yeah. It's just annoying. Um, when nothing happens, like everybody's just kind of moving the pawns on the chessboard and it's just like yeah. fuck you know one little step Brandon, at a time. there's 50 million characters so, on the tv show they gotta talk true about. true um yes. but the way it ended these last two episodes it makes up for it right on and fonzo yeah they just do the do the seasons just get better because i i haven't even seen season five yet Okay, I I would say from from what I read online is that it's the slowest, it's the weakest season. It's season five. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Um, and then some people were saying to um, I was just reading yesterday were like, "Oh, two two good episodes doesn't make um uh subpar season a great season or whatever." No, because these last two. But I remember some other good episodes, Hodor, you know, in the middle of the season and and. uh I was just getting a lot of like repetition with Arya's storyline. You're like, all right, come on, let's move it along. You know what I mean? Uh, but there's so, so many characters you got to get going. But these last two, I, just the excitement of like where it's going to go next season is pretty fucking badass. But just these last two, Battle of the Bastards, and what's the other one called? What was the other one? Oh, I don't Remember pay those? attention. Winter's War or something. Ah, fuck with the, I forget the last title, but these last two, man. Just just um the the one the Battle of the Bastards, Harley. Just as from a direction standpoint, this this huge battle that's in the in the in the show. I read that like the three or four episodes that have a ten on IMDb were directed by the same guy. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. Look cool. up those statistics. I'm gonna go whack some ass and uh, beautiful. So so do some spoiler alert, and uh, I'll be back in five minutes. All right. So Two strips. That's all it takes. All right. Handle it. <laughs> take the take the mic with you. <laughs> What if that one wired going to the shirt, like on TV show? <laughs> All right, so if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, go ahead and fast forward. But I'm pretty sure everyone's seen it by now. We're on Tuesday. I'm pretty sure. The following may spoil the movie for your poor sensitive ass. You've been warned. A 
I should get one for spoil the show for your sensitive ass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You gotta change it up. <laughs> so let me ask you. So, because yeah. you read the books, and and this book hasn't been written this part, right? Right. Well, everything, I, every, I didn't everything read, from here on out. Right. I, and I didn't finish reading the last book that was published. Oh, you so, didn't? Yeah, I didn't. I'd oh. never read it, so I'm oh. definitely behind. Yeah, it, it, it's. Okay, so what what was the last part you remember reading? Um, the last thing I remember reading was about Arya. Okay. Which is why I was so. And she's your favorite character, right? One of you, one of them, right? But at that point in the book, was she already where she's see, at now? See, her story in the movie or in the show is different from the books, so that's why it's hard to talk about it. Um, gotcha. But she was just badass in, in the book, right? And right. But do you like what, what what they're doing on the show? Where they finally, where she finally ended up in the last fucking episode? Yes, yeah. like okay. finally she gets to be badass because she goes, she was she was pretty lame the entire season. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but it was pretty damn satisfying right there at the end. Make some meat pies for old Walter Frey there. Oh, that was great. <laughs> Revenge is a dish best served with your fucking uh, <laughs> with siblings your inside a meat pie, <laughs> right? <laughs> and the way she did it too, like you knew, like motherfucker, was something was gonna happen when he was just uh-huh. sitting there by himself, uh-huh. right? You just knew. Uh-huh. Um, so that was so that was very satisfying. You were you were you, just, you like well you did you get get up and start cheering clapping? I don't, were you I don't super remember. Excited? I I was so excited I blacked out. Oh, nice, very cool. What about the very beginning? What about that huge, like, amazing intro with that music and everything? Like, Cersei's getting all dressed up, and and you're like, what? What's going on? Why is she getting all dressed up for this trial? I don't remember how it started because I ended up half what start. I started watching it thirty minutes into it. What do you mean? Watching thirty? Why would you do that? Uh, well. Um, some of us share um, accounts for HBO Go, and um, I ended up. I started playing it, and it just was right in the middle of a really crazy. Tell us scene. what happened. Um, so <laughs> we turn it on, and the first thing I see is Tommen taking off his crown, stepping up on the ledge of the window, and jumping off. I have no idea why he's. And I'm just off, like, what. Fuck! <laughs> just, that just happened. Did you just immediately pause and looked at each other? We like, were just like, "What's what's going on?" And they were trying to figure out like <laughs> clues from the from what's on the screen. Like out in the right. distance, you could see the city on fire. Oh, we're like, "What? Right, right, right. Are the dragons here? What the hell? I don't. What? <laughs> I don't." <laughs> and so we're fine. And so the the you know the show keeps on playing. We see it switches scenes to Jamie and and we're like, "I don't." What? Like, no, where's the intro on. music playing? Let's, let's pause this shit and talk about it. We pause it and then we see that we're 30 minutes into the episode <laughs> because we picked up where someone else left off. Oh man, it was. It was. Like, oh man, like I said, I must apologize because I was super excited to watch it because it was it's the series finale. I'm not the series, but the season finale. Sure. So I was able, to, I was able to catch it. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm, um, you know, the kids are all hanging out. They're just, they're chill. I'm gonna be able to watch it. This is perfect. So I start watching it, and then um, oh yeah, his crew was over at his buddy's house. So I'm like, I'm like, oh man, it's time. You know what? I gotta go. He was like, yeah, go get crew. I'm like, all right, I'll pause it right now. Then I go get him. And then uh, so, like I like I said, right where I pause it, a minute or maybe two minutes later, that mm-hmm. scene happens. Yep. So I I missed it, and it was so fun talking about it because we were texting each other, and you're like, I just saw a big thing I'm not supposed to see, and I'm like, well, I already saw the part with Cersei, but. 
you were talking about that, and you were being very careful about not spoiling it. Right. And I was, right. and I was being very careful not spoiling the whole, the first <laughs> twenty five minutes before that. Yep. So I'm like, we're we're like just walking on eggshells, being on tippy toes, and just Seriously, making sure we didn't spoil anything for each other. But yet, I posited the worst spot ever. <laughs> And then you cut it right there. Oh, right and luckily, there. you were able to go back and did it kind of like take anything away from No, honestly, it was okay. cool. Cause we were, we, we, it's almost like, you know, when they show you the ending and then they, they, they make all the wires and the pieces connect. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's what it was like. It's like, we know what's going to happen. And so as they're showing us, you know, the, yeah. the, the trial, they're showing us, um, the, uh, the sept you know and the mm-hmm. the speaker of the seven whatever the fuck that priest guy is and so we're like starting to make connections and then it, it was really fun because we kind of realized that as they it's like you had the corner like, piece of the puzzle which everybody always yes, does first yes. and i just fill it in the middle and just filling it in but it was it was it, it was actually pretty cool the way the way we experienced it because we we got immediately we got an adrenaline rush from like holy shit what is this and we yeah. just like we were hyped right away uh-huh. so it was pretty cool okay. I, I would argue that 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 was probably a better way for us to experience it because we were on a high for a lot longer as opposed to it being a shock and a surprising us oh, right, right. we had we had a high for 30 minutes of the of the of the show because we saw what happened maybe you should do that all the time right <laughs> start 30 minutes in watch it and go back yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's once in once in a lifetime type thing that it yeah. happened to work out. Yeah. Now, what do you think about his his demise? Like, what do you, do you think? Uh, maybe he was a young kid, you know? Like, oh yeah, he's young. Yeah, you think like he, he shouldn't have done that, or you know what I mean? Like, what do you mean shouldn't have done that? Well, like I don't know. I just think like I mean, he had a lot to live for. I mean, I guess like he no, was that he didn't. much in no. love. Like he could, you know what I mean? In his he head, live, yeah. And in his head, he didn't have anything else to live for. He thought he was doing the right thing. Yeah. And um. And then his whole world, like his 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 priest became his world, and his wife, who converted with him to that religion, became his world. And he cut his mom out mm-hmm. by by making the um trial by combat illegal and, and non-existent right, anymore. Yeah. So he completely times. turned his world upside down and his world was entirely dependent on his on his queen and his priest and they both got blown the fuck up so he's like oh. he's got nothing left. Mm-hmm. He can't he 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 I mean he fucked yeah. his mom over so he, right. he You still talking about that motherfucking show? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll give you two more minutes. Oh, oh, all right. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it, it makes sense. But we're going to have to watch this show, babe. What show? Uh, he gives us two minutes uh, and they still here. Air, oh. Air Shark. House yeah, Air Jaws. Air Shark. Night House of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, you need to see, watch season four. Yeah, hurry up. Are you giving us two minutes or what, Harley? I might watch it with you. All right, that was Game of Thrones talk. Sorry, not leaving, so we can't talk anymore. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> I don't know if he's there. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to spoil anything. Eh. 
He's drunk. He won't remember. He won't remember. But yeah, so that was, I mean, that was the weird thing that we ran into. What was the big thing that you enjoyed? Uh, let's see. Let's see. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. What I do like, uh, I just love that, that little girl, Lady Marmont, and her fucking (laughs) speech to rally the goddamn troops. Uh That shit was just fucking fantastic. You know? Yeah. Every time, like, yo, man, Jon Snow is doing all this shit for you. And then, you know what I mean? Oh, the big revelation about him, too, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, seeing Sansa, 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 from where she started to where she's at now. You know what I mean? Well, um, I mean. Um, and just seeing Khaleesi's fucking troops, dude, just her squad. Like, she ain't fucking around. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. She's gonna do some damage. So, like, I, I think. I think George R. Martin, I think he's talked to, like, the showrunners of H- HBO and said, like, this is how it ends, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't written the book yet, but they know how it ends. Because there's no way he's going to catch up now, right? There's no way. I mean, at this point, would you even care reading the book? Like, I, you know what I mean? If the show's doing this good of a job? Yeah. Right? I mean, I, yeah, no, I just don't have time to read the book anymore. Yeah, yeah, see? So, you know, again, just show us. Yeah. No, but uh, uh, just like it's, it's and Sasha's such a weird character too, right? Like in the beginning, you like you just can't stand her. She's such a bitch, and then you kind of feel bad for her in a weird way. You kind of, I'm like, what? And then here she is, like, like taking. You're like, this is so many emotions with that character. You know, it's a very cool, unique character. Mm-hmm. Um, see the little finger in the background. You know, not um, giving Sansa that look. Jamie giving uh, Cersei that look. Mm-hmm. Um, he was scared, man. Yeah, they nailed it in the after episode when they talk about her. Mm-hmm. She has nothing left, so she's allowed to become a full-on monster. Mm. And she is scary. Right. If she does not have anything to love and live for, she's yeah. going to be a scary motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, just look what she did to that chick, yeah, dude. She did. And yeah. she bought the mountain in there? Oh, fuck, that scene was intense. Mm-hmm. You know, then she just closed the door. Shame. Shame. Because she said it too, remember? Mm-hmm. She told her, oh, she's like, you're going to get, oh, you, what are you doing? She's like, no, you're not, you're not going to die. No, oh, no, not. that was the best part when she's like, I'm ready to meet my maker. And she's like, oh, what? Today? Today? No, you're oh, not no, going to no, die no, for no. a long time. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, you fuck, oh, you, 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 you better just kill, yeah, you wish you did. So what did the mountain do? Like, we didn't really, what did the mountain do? I just said, what did the mountain do? <laughs> uh, I can't be the first person that ever said that, right? <laughs> that is I want that shirt. Tony, make that happen. What did the mountain do? You know, or what, what like, you know how they, what would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. What would mountain do? <laughs> it's the picture of the mountain. And his helmets that the Mountain Dew can. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you kind of got to see his face. He looks scary as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm just seeing where it's all going, right? Where it's heading. Like, um, I was I was watching this one video about like, just kind of like seeing these Easter eggs or just dissecting the episode more. And they got they get they get really deep. I mean, just just go into like, oh, did you see the symbol on the sword? And, and this little thing here, you know, it's like, all right. What the fuck? Calm down. Um, and then, and then the flags on the ships, mm-hmm. like all the troops that she that she's got rallied with her, mm-hmm. like somewhere from Dorm, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like cause you saw what's that ball headed dude that's always with Tyrion? Uh, sort of like a V or something. Varys. Yeah, because you saw him like going to Dorm and then he's back there, you know? 
Um, so he's obviously got them going. It's like, and then the R plus L, right? The whole reveal of, you know, John. I feel like I'm still talking kind of spoilery, but, um, so he is half Targaryen, right? Well, that's the, that's the, what they hinted at for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What are your, what do you, what do you speak? What are your speculations? Yeah. I mean, why not? Maybe Khaleesi's like brother? Um, or cousin, like it could be a cousin. different, Okay. but I mean, the, it, it seems like it's going to be that it's, yeah, it's, they're, they're half brother, half sister, but they don't know it. So right. they're going to, so they're so going to get it on. Then. They're going to get it on, produce a kid <laughs> that we know that that kid is a full on Targaryen blood, but they don't, they think it's going to be a Stark, you know, and Targaryen. So what, what is, what, uh. Who who brought it up? Somebody brought it up as like the whole book is called A Song of Ice and Fire. Right. Who is the one person who has ice blood and fire blood? Jon Snow. Jon Snow. He's got Stark and he's got Targaryen. Right. So Yeah, looking forward to seeing seeing how you rip shit up. But see, he doesn't want he doesn't want power. That's the thing, right. That's you when know? you keep seeing that, right. Like Sansa's like more fitting to rule, right? Mm-hmm. They're yeah. talking about Game of Thrones. Oh, they're spoiling alert! Oh. It? Thanks, you're the best husband ever. You're welcome. I love you. Thank you. I don't know how good of a job you did, though. Well, you're the one who fucking I'm called the quit. I'm just kidding. Should have gave me more time. I didn't have it's enough time. Relax. We'll give you, we'll give you all, <laughs> we'll give you all the time in the world. Thanks for tuning in to the Waxing Hour. The Waxing Hour. <laughs> this is your host, EJ Waxoff. Joining me as always, Wax On, Wax Off. <laughs> and, and MCP, Miyagi. <laughs> Miyagi Control Program. <laughs> oh, man. Who sings that song? I want to hear it now. Is that George Michael? Yeah. Tony? I think what'd you're you, right. What'd you look up, Tony? Sexy just, music on Google? I looked up, under my instance, I looked up sexy, and that's the first thing on there. Sexy sex. No, it was not. Uh-huh. That's the first thing that came up. Here's another one that's called sexy song. song. Let's see. Yeah, see, that's that's the go-to one, like in movies. Oh, that one's busted. Sexy song. Yeah, see? Well, that song's actually called Let's Get It On. Mm-hmm. Let's get it on. See? It's a classic tune for sure. I love that the first one came on. What is that song, George Michael song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moment. Moment. Oh, excuse me. All right, so that's Game of Thrones talking. We loved it. I love that season. I love those episodes. Fucking fantastic. Um, I want to talk more about Harley's back online, but yeah, if you guys totally agree with us, you know, absolutely fucking literally. What Harley kills on Game of Thrones, and I finally and the D- is finally going to start Sopranos. Oh, I've watched the first two episodes of Sopranos. Fucking fantastic, huh? I couldn't. Yeah, I mean, you know, two episodes. You can't. You know. Um, 
I'd like to, I'd like, you know, there's so much good stuff out there and I don't, I spend more time browsing the internet than I do watching television. And so, yeah, you got to find a show you really like and then you'll, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like we do, you know, we did suits. We got crazy into suits. Mm -hmm. Um, suits is, you know, light. It's, you know, just, you know, entertaining for what it is kind of thing. Does it have dragons in it? No, no dragons. Does it have tits in it? Uh, it's like it's PG thirteen tits because it's. Well, what the fuck's good about that show then? Cable. You're it's not good. selling it on me. What? How? You said no dragons. You said no tits. You're saying no television show on basic cables worth anything? Tony, what do you watch, Tony? Nothing. Exactly. There you go. It was funny. The other day, uh, we go to Walmart, and I go to the video games just to check stuff out. And a guy walks up, and he says, like, excuse me, sir. I'm like, yeah, what's up? And he's, do you watch cable at home? No. Hey, was he working for Cox? Yeah, and he goes, he goes, yeah. no. Okay. <laughs> he just walks away defeated. That's it? He gave up that was, quick? He just that quick. Worst he salesman just, ever. Defeated. I, I, because I just yeah. stared him in the eye. He's like, "Do you do you, do you use cable at home?" I'm like, "Nope." <laughs> He's just wow. like, "Okay." I'm All done. right. <laughs> Did you give him a death stare? What the fuck? Kind of. I was, just I was like, gonna say you scared like the I, poor bastard. <laughs> I was like fucking those people because you know. Oh yeah. I, they asked me like, "Hey, so how? Hey, just out of curiosity, how much do you pay for your cable?" I'm like, "Nothing." Like nothing? Oh, you mean you don't have cable? No. Oh no, I do. I have two DVRs, internet, and, and phone, and an uh, alarm. What? You don't pay nothing? I'm like, yep, zero, not a zilch. <laughs> and they're like, how, how, if you don't mind me asking, how is that? Oh, well, I work for Time Warner. Oh, okay, cool, man. Thanks, man. You could have <laughs> started off with that or whatever. I was like, you never asked. Exactly. <laughs> just walk away. I'm just asking, <laughs> answering your yeah. questions. Yeah, every time, yeah. I get, and I, I, and then like, he's like, okay, cool. He starts walking away. I get other premium channels, too. Yeah. <laughs> I share HBO Go with my cousin and he gives me Netflix. So I also have Netflix too. Oh, Wait, where are you going? You don't want to sell it to me? <laughs> I feel like um uh Giovanni Rubisi in uh Boiler Room on the phone. Uh, hey, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I sell it to me. Where do you go? Oh so you wanna somebody, sign up? Oh fuck no, I got I work for Time Warner, but click somebody always oh this one he sells the newspaper, I think. Yeah, when he's talking to that guy. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, him up. Hey, there you go. He's like, Well sir, would you like to buy one now? No, fuck that, I get the times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I just IMDB'd um, him because I was like, I don't get enough of him. Yeah. You know? It's like, I don't get enough Giovanni. And I'm like, and then you look at his IMDB, motherfucker's busy. He just does a bunch of like small, independent, you know, films you go. That, that we just don't see. But I'm like, you don't get enough Giovanni. I need more, I need more Rabisi. You need some more Rabisi in your life, huh? Yeah, for sure. The best part of well, waking boiler room is little classic. in your life? The boiler room is fucking classic. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. So, Harley, let us know. How do these movies do this week? Tony Tony used to have, like, a theme song. But oh, that's right, huh? doesn't okay. anymore. Yeah, what happened to that? It was like some Daft Punk shit. He got some, he got some sexy music for you. What you want? <laughs> some of that ass-waxing music? What you want? If I type in uh, Daft Punk. It'll give you something funny. Type in ass wax music. See what happens. All right. So, uh, 
the oh, new he's got you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh he does. Okay, I right. got, got you. Hold on. Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? Oh. <laughs> it's titled "Wax a Say." Oh my gosh! So that's why it, that's it, what people think. It's that's, that's what they're saying in the yes. song. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. My head is like a shark. Why don't you just play that for him? So there you go. It's it's Shark Week, Tony. Come on. All right. What? I gotta find this thing. Yeah, I thought you had it. I thought you'd be fucking prepared. I'm pissed too because I really wanted to watch the shallows. Fuck. I'll oh, tell man. you, I'll give you a little preview of uh, Independence Day Resurgence. My neighbor saw it. Didn't no. like it. They didn't like it. Who saw it? My neighbors. Oh. Hmm. It's, it's been, uh, it's not doing well with the... Uh, I got a funny story about that, too. Um, you know, the daughter always comes over, you know, hangs out the house for like hours, whatever. It's cool. Oh? Uh, um, my neighbor, his daughter. Oh. Come over, you know, hang out the house, you know, it's cool. You know, right and then uh, kids, kids go over there, you know, the neighbor stuff, you know, kids go over, hanging out, back and forth. Um, their dad took, you know, um, Sam and Oscar, the, the, our neighbors, they took them, and then they took the neighbor across the street, too, to the movies. And I was like, what the fuck? Crew has summer break. Why, why didn't throw the invite to them? But then when they told me that what they got, when they, what they went and saw, when the pens were surges, I was like, you know what? They did my man a favor. They, they, they saved him. Only for not seeing that piece of shit. So you know what? Thank you. Thank you for that. Thanks for not inviting them. Pricks. It's fucked up. See how it is. But you know what? Fuck it. I ain't mad. I ain't mad about it. It's all good. Save me twelve dollars. Not seeing that piece of shite. So, so you gotta have some music for us now, right? Oh, we're still looking for music. Jesus. <laughs> I thought you had the fucking LL Cool J song. Uh, I got the whole. Yeah, man, I got the song. Just jump right into the middle. There you go, Harley. What you got? What you know? There you go. That is like a shark's fin. So, um... Yeah. Uh, that Matthew McConaughey movie, um, Free State of Jones. I heard that shit's bad. Yeah, it got critically panned by a lot of critics, and uh, it didn't do well financially either. It, it came in at number six on its opening week. It only made $7.5 million. It got beat out by Your Conjuring 2, which I'm sure we're going to see a third one because... So far, it's made $86.9 million domestically on a $40 million budget. Not only that, so, but the demon nun in the movie is getting her own movie. Damn. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, we're going to we're gonna see a fuck ton of these Conjuring movies. And, uh, yeah, so um, yeah. I think the surprise hit that did really well financially considering is The Shallows that you brought up. Fuck yeah. Critically, it did well by a lot of people. It made 16.8. Um, but on a $17 million budget that it's already made its money. It's already nice. been a success. So, uh, you I see already, trailers for that. No, I did not. But next, next year, this time we're going to get a sequel called the deep. So I don't, I don't know, you know, you'll be interested. <laughs> to see. 
Thank you. <laughs> so uh, number three was a holdover from last week's number two, Central Intelligence, with The Rock and uh, what's his name? Uh, 18.2. That, too, has made its money back, so you know they're going to keep throwing uh, movies at Chris uh, Kevin Hart. Chris Hart? Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart. Um, Chris Tucker? Yeah. And, you think uh, the movie would have done great if, it, if The Rock wasn't in it? Oh, fuck, I don't know. I don't really care. Um, Moving on. It's made $69 million on a $50 million budget, and that's only on its uh, second week or third week. So, um, Is it true the rock stars in Finding Dory, Independence Day, Central Intelligence, Shells, and The Conjuring 2? I don't know if that's true, but I wouldn't be that surprised. Okay. Because he is... I heard he played the shark in The Shells. He is trying to beat Samuel Jackson for the most yes. amount of movies ever. He's new Samuel Jackson. Yes, exactly. Right. And Samuel Jackson being in fuck some movie, some movie. It's coming out. Came no, out. There was just one time, like I think, uh, just making those like low budget movies. Um, I want to say Don Johnson, maybe or somebody had like a like a or Eric Roberts. He had like eight movies coming out. In like 26, it was some huge amount of number, like maybe more yeah. than that. it was crazy. I'm not surprised. He had done like 15 movies like last year or something. It was weird. I mean, Sam Jackson's got one, two, three, four, five movies for 2015. <laughs> one, two, three, four in 2016, and so far three in 17, and one for 18. Uh, he did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten in 2014. <laughs> oh, some of that's, uh, television and video game voices. Um, 2013, he had a slow yearly to three. He must have, like, fucking went on vacation or some shit. 2012, relatively busy. One, two, three, four, five, six. Including Django Unchained and the Avengers. Mm-hmm. 2011, including Captain America, the first Avenger. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, 2010 did f- six or seven. So, yeah, he's the busiest man in fucking yeah. Hollywood. What's he doing with all that fucking money? I don't know. What else made money? What was he's two? making up for black, rush, blah, 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 black reparations. So. Uh, <laughs> It would have been funny if I didn't fuck it up. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. So number two was the surprise, for a lot of people, flop. Independence Day Resurgence. That's why uh, it's at number two spot. Yeah, exactly. So cause it Nothing? Nothing? It made $41 million, which isn't bad, but money. they threw $165 million at it, and it has such bad word of mouth. I bet you it's going to have like a 60% drop off. Yeah, it wasn't, it, it wasn't to, screened for the press. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad sign. And uh, as opposed to look at the drop off for Finding Dory, which is being critically praised, forty six percent drop off. So that is really good drop off. It made seventy two million, seventy two, almost seventy three million on its second week. So that's already made. It's already made two hundred and eighty-six million dollars domestically. So I mean, they're going to give Ellen another television show. Uh, I mean, 
they're going to make 14 more of these fucking Finding Nemo movies. It's just a matter of time. Um, I was talking to my coworker Tony uh, Scott. He had seen Finding Dory too, and he was saying the same thing about Piper. How amazing it looked! I was telling him how you, you said yes. how incredible it looked. Cool. He he agreed. He was like, "Yep, I think it's easily one of the best mm-hmm. shorts." And yeah, uh, sure. could understand why you were crying though. That part he didn't get. <laughs> yes, no. Yeah, that uh, that Warcraft movie that uh, your girl's been talking so much about. Yeah, where's that at? Slipped all the way to number 10. Whoa. Damn. It made $2.2 million. It is only made $44 million. How is that possible? That's the most Slaterish Slater movie of all time, according <laughs> to somebody. It cost a hundred. Look at these. Look at the cost of these movies. Fuck I'm going to do that. That's, that's, that's their fault for spending all that goddamn money on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to shit out the top 15 movies in cost. I'm going to say no budget for number one. Finding Dory doesn't say have a budget. Independence Day, 165. Number three is 50. Uh, I won't even give you. I'll just start listing off these, these oh, numbers. Boy. 165, 50, 17. Obviously, that's super cheap, the shallows. Um, 40, 50. Now You See Me 2 hasn't listed a budget. 178, X-Men. 135, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 160 Warcraft, um, 20 million. Uh, me before you, Alistair Looking Glass, 170 on and it made 74 million dollars. Captain America Civil War, still out there, 250 million dollars. It's so far made 403. Captain Damn. America Civil War, still out in the fucking theaters, 175 it cost. What did I just say? Oh, Alistair Looking Glass cost 170. Captain America two fifty, the Jungle Book one seventy five, mm-hmm. the Jungle Book they threw one hundred and seventy five million dollars at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are huge budgets, and a lot of them are not making their money back. Yeah. So maybe that that whole uh, was that uh, Steven Spielberg prediction is uh, is coming to to fruition. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. So I wonder how next week's going to go down. What comes out next week? Oh, the movie's called The BFG. Oh, that movie comes out. I don't think it's going to do well. Yeah, I don't think so. Either. Oh, oh, yeah? You guys predicting right now? Yeah, because um, what was the last... The, the la- I can't talk worse shit today. Um, Fox Office Mojo. Sorry. Talk. We got what the BFG, the Purge election year, and the Legend of Tarzan. Out of those three, what do you think is going to be number one? I think it's going to be Finding Dory again. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. What about you? What about you, Tony? Yeah. Why not? Okay. I mean, nothing else I, sounds I, good. I, I bet money it's going to be um, Finding Dory again. I'm gonna go with the Purge. Oh, the Purge sequel. Yeah, no, because it's gonna it's it's going to get too watered down by people that are gonna go see the Shallows and that other movie. Oh, dude, people already seen that one. No, I know, but these teens these teens eat that shit up, man. They love they love them. Um, fuck, I gotta look. No love for the BFG, huh? You don't think so? I don't think it's gonna do well. I don't think people are obsessed with Steven Spielberg, and more importantly, um, people like that book though, wasn't it a book? Yeah, but the people that read don't go to the movies. Um, Jesus. What, what the Adventures talking? of Tintin. Remember that? 
No, you don't remember that, do you? Yeah, Spielberg didn't direct that. Hey, yeah, he did. Pull it Marshall up. It's on MDB. Steven Spielberg directed. And how'd he do? I'm going to tell you right now. What would Mountain do? What would What would Jesus do? It never had a budget. See? They never said the budget. So it didn't but it then. only made in its entire domestic run $77 million. That's it? That's it. That's not good. No. I nobody do that property, though. You know what I mean? I don't think the BFG is going to do well. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think you might be fighting Dory. I think we're taking the kids to go see it. So that's fucking <laughs> five tickets right there. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, well, there you go. Congratulations. You guys won. Which one would you guys go see, though? Would you go see the BFG? Any interest? Mm-mm. No? Not at all? Nope. nope. Hey. But what about Tarzan? Uh, no. No? Okay, let's talk about this. If I, if I had a free pass for any of those three movies, which one would you take? Which one would you go see? Which Which three movies? The BFG, The Purge, or The Legend of Tarzan? I would say the BFG. After all that shit talking, you still pick it. Well, yeah, if I had to pick one of those three. Yeah, Tarzan or BFG. BFG seems like it's more of a theater movie than Tarzan. And The Purge is more drama. Not worth the theater. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm going to agree with Tony Baseball on this one for sure. Okay. Right. I don't have an argument against that. Fair enough. Well said. Well said. Yeah. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. That was your, that was it. Good day. I'm Jonathan Tompkins. Oh, that was not. I said good day. And he said he was Jonathan what? Tom? He's Jonathan Tompkin. Fair enough. All right, Harley, you chose the homework this week. I did. And um, I was excited. I thought I didn't see a trailer to this. And then I saw the trailer the night before we watched it. And I was like, I can dig it. A father and son go on the run, pursued by the government and a cult drawn to the child's special powers. Jeff Nichols, written and directed. You guys might be uh, familiar with him. Oh, I did see an extra, by the way. Um, it just popped up on IMDb. I, saw, I did watch 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, all right. I directed Mud. We all like that. And uh, he also directed uh, Take Shelter. And with uh, Michael Shannon, and uh, I think we all like that one as well. So I'm like, I can dig it. This has got Michael Shannon, Joel Edgerton, Kristen Dunst is in it. Uh, Adam Driver, his his role's fairly limited, but he's in it. And um, and then this the kid, Jaden Lieber, Hire Lieber. I have no idea how to fucking pronounce his name. He's in the movie, um, and he's <laughs> yeah, he is. He's the main character, although uh, he's probably... Did you know that, character. Tony? He's in the movie. He's in the movie. No. no is you is Kylo, Kylo right in the movie? He's in it. And uh, I like Joel Eggerton in it. I think he's... He's, uh, he's in like, the movie? He's probably... He's probably my favorite character in the movie. I kind of like them. Um, 
but uh, but he's you know he's he's down for the cause kind of thing. Michael Shannon's kind of playing himself, kind of heavy, you know. And then Kristen Dunst, who I'm sure they're kind of trying to make her look a little older, but she's looking like she ain't 25 anymore. Secretly, she's 32 years old or some shit. So, anyways, um, I dig it. I mean, I I like the concept. It's um, uh, I can see why IMDb only has 6.8. It bored the shit out of Chris. <laughs> um. <laughs> but that but that said all movies by the shit out of Chris. And um it was really there was a, there was there's a lot they're trying to do a lot and the movie's less than 2 hours long. And it's it it opens up a can of worms so to speak at the end. And it doesn't wrap it up very well. Um and there throughout the movie there's 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 some there's some spots where the movie kind of sags. It, it kind of loses my interest a little bit, and I think the performance of the kid isn't strong, and I so so I'm not I'm not super stressed for him, and uh, so the the movie felt a little bit of, a little flat for me. What about you guys? Someone like making Legos. Yeah, I don't know what's what. <laughs> what's going it's on? Not me. I just sounded like plastic. Um, you know, it, I, 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 I liked it. Like uh, it, it, the it was. Um, I went into it blind. Um, you know, not not seeing the trailer. Uh, yes. I it was on my radar. It was one of the ones that I was saving up to assign at some point. So I was definitely interested already because uh, it sounded different. You know, mm. a unique story, um, and uh, it, it was you know the whole cult aspect that they throw at you right away. Kind of, I dug that. Like, Whoa, yeah, this is this is new. Like, like, yeah, you know, kidnapping a kid, and yeah. then like, wait, wait, what? It, it had me hooked right away. Like, what yes, the fuck's it, going well, on? I was totally Why? interested. Because right the kid and the and the guy look like they knew each other. Like he, he doesn't look like he's goddamn kidnapped. You know, he doesn't look, you know. So that was really cool. The way they they started it off and got you interested in the drama and and um, that story. Um, and then some shit started to happen and pretty quickly. Like, like yeah, the kid's minutes. like a fucking uh, mutant. He's got he, some powers. He's got a, some powers and like, whoa, okay. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's, it's one of those movies, you know, there's supernatural shit going on, but I was still interested. Um, I, I could see, I think, uh, at one point I was programming a little bit. So it's hard to, mm-hmm. to say that it had my full attention. And then mm. it was able to keep it. So I, mm-hmm. I would I would agree that there's some slow spots, um, but it was it was fun to speculate. Like Lainey and I kept on, like during the slow spots, we would just kind of turn to each other and just start speculating on what's going on or what's you know trying to figure out what's going to happen in the movie, um, which some can can add to the um, enjoyment you know of watching it. Uh, but I'm, I was, I was actually pretty happy with the ending. Um, I even, uh, I got distracted a little bit. I think I got a phone call and, uh, and so I missed the ending. And so then I was like, wait, if 
I think the like I missed like maybe two minutes of of important parts. Two minutes. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, that it it all comes to a head at the end. Mm-hmm. And, right. Um, I, I think the movie kind of lives or dies on that last mm-hmm. fifteen minutes. Well, you're waiting for that. You're waiting for something. Yeah, right? like that explanation. Yeah, there's so much through the movie where you're like, what the fuck is going to go? What the fuck is yeah, going like, to go how on? How the like, hell is this going Well, like when Lucas, when Joyerton shoots that cop, you're like, oh, shit. What the fuck? Yeah. Shit just got real. All right, it's, yeah. Uh, it's like this. We're going down like this. I'm like, all right. You know? And you start seeing his eyes. The first time when they're in that house, you know, and, and um, yeah. after the accident and they're at that dude's house, one of the guys from the cult – and you see him on top of the kid, and they're, they're, their eyes are glowing, and then you're like, what the fuck? Because you knew something was going on, you know, you had the goggles, whatever, but um, but when you saw it like that, you're like, oh, what the hell? What's going on? That shit's so weird. And then you knew something, like, is he an alien? What's 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 going on, right? And the whole time, it, I, I feel like, I'm like, I, I want some questions answered, but then also they're on the run, which I like that too, you know? Mm. I always like seeing the movies when they're on the run. And uh, yeah, it was working for me. But I was, well, I, I'm, like, I'm like with Tony. The from the cult, too. And so you're. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, like Tony, too. Fun. There's some parts where it did like tend to slow down, you know. Um, but it still didn't ruin the movie for me. I still. I still I was still enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that the that there was multiple things that were after them. It wasn't just like the one, you know, one person chasing another person. This was. There's the the FBI. There's the NSA. Yeah, the yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the kids like, obviously got some something going on, and so everybody right, wants a piece right. of. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, without spoiling it, 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 I thought the ending was actually very satisfying for me. Like I was like, it it explained what I wanted it to explain, and um, sure, I could see how you could they could give more backstory or more explanation to the larger picture, you know, the larger um, pictures. That's, that's all I want to say. Uh, <laughs> the huge pictures. Right. Um, but I didn't need it. I felt like the movie didn't, didn't really need it. It just, it was a straightforward chasing this kid who, you know, he, there's something, there's something going on with this kid. And it made me feel like this was, it was believable that that, could happen that way um what happens afterward who the fuck you know who the fuck knows because you know that's 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 a whole new world for us but if that were to happen in this day and age i could see that that's how it could turn out yeah i mean it 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 all seems plausible you know although i'm curious and i think there's a lot of spoiler territory, so I think we should probably give our reviews. And I'd be curious to talk about the podcast or talk about the movie a little bit from a spoiler alert because okay. I think it, it it did feel I'm I'm still sort of vague on what happened kind of at the end. And I didn't I didn't program through it. I sat there and watched it, and um, and at the end I was still like, so wait. What it felt like there was a lot of like kind of loose ends and and I was huh. just kind of like and maybe they tied them up but they did it so fast and so I wasn't paying attention I don't remember it's like there was so there was a lot like you said there's multiple people on the chase there's multiple people they're they're really trying to develop these characters like but you we don't get a lot of backstory for most of the characters and so there's just a lot. Like I, this would be an amazing book, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like 
if you fucking gave 350 pages to this and just read through all the details and were invested in the characters and and you know a chapter on the description of what happens to this fucking kid like the guy that jumped on his chest and was like sucking the light out of him what the fuck was that like yeah, spoiler so alert they, was they, he sucking the soul out of him or something? No, some they shit? they explained it. They kind of explained that was it. They explained it in the movie. What did they explain, Tony? Well, but do you want to get into spoiler territory? He wanted to see. He what the fuck did he see? He was no, blinded by the no, light. No, 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 no. You obviously missed the. There was like one or two lines okay. that um, Joel Edgerton said. Harley says he wasn't programming. <laughs> I wasn't. Oh, I'm just retarded. Yeah, no, I guess. I Lucas, Luke, Joel Edgerton's character. He he says it like like um, when they're interviewing. I guess, him at I guess the it's end. not. No, I guess it's not really spoiler territory. Um, what he says is that um, when when uh, when you get that light in your eyes, you just feel comfort. It's 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 and like you, it's like the kid is giving people comfort. Like that's all it is. That's that's all not that enough light for me. Thing it is. Um, I need to, I need. I need a happy ending, if you know what I mean. I mean, I need, I need some kind of. You need to give me more than just comfort. I mean, I'm comfortable. Well, you can't right explain now. it. It's no, a little no, no, warm no. in here, but I'm comfortable. You need well, a happy ending. You imagine, go to the bathroom and finish yourself off, my friend. No, I mean, help it, with that. think of the think of this idea where you can feel it can that light makes you feel at ease and comfortable, no matter what's going on in your life. You could have stress from work, so you know you're. You know, parents are dying, or your. I don't need some weird alien over, kid doing whatever. that shit. I just what, turn, go to Netflix, turn on some Bob Ross, and I'm relaxed, homie. No, well, I'm good. Relaxed. Okay, so so latch on to that idea, that feeling that you know right, I, you can achieve, and it, and the the kid gives it to him through that light. That's what I. But got he out also of. fucking destroys the house around you. <laughs> yeah, there's more going on to it. Yes, of course. Little price there's, to there's, pay for that relaxation. <laughs> I think I would. I think I would watch some Bob Ross and keep my house, motherfucker. <laughs> Some people pay a lot for a happy ending, right? That's the thing. It's like there's not enough explanation. I'm but I, you know what? I like that because in real life, we would from the get guy that, that loves to have stuff explained to him. No, but the, yeah, you a, said I go to the movies and I I don't want. Tell me, I don't want to. I don't want to know nothing. You I'm, tell me, I'm watching the movie. So no, they don't tell I you don't, nothing. He's like, yeah, I like that. Yes, I like but that. I. <laughs> but it worked. I don't for you, fucking need to know. Listen, I don't. I didn't need to know. That's my point. The the what like I was imagining if this was I saw this on the news and this was happening, I could believe that it was happening and we don't know shit. We have no idea what's going on. I mean that happens all the time. Shit sure. goes on in the news and we don't know what's going on. That's just the way it is. So for me it was it was just it was just believable. Like there was nothing there was nothing in the movie Bullshit. where Man, I go to like, tmz.com they know everything. <laughs> I I I totally understand and I totally uh, agree with what you're saying in the sense of if this happened in real life, which I'm not exactly sure what happened. <laughs> it, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's that's my point. This is how it would go down. Like they'd be after him. The dad would do anything in his power to fucking protect him. Mm-hmm. The kid obviously knows what's up. So if the kid says, jump into the bushes, I'd be jumping into the bushes. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I get it. I, I I feel like they're... I feel like it's there. It's just... Like, I need the director's cut of this kind of thing. I need the... I need... You need more. answers. 
I need answers. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, this is a problem. And I'm going to go ahead and give you my, my review right now, or my rating right now. This is like one of those movies where it leaves you with a bunch of questions, but you're too, you're not, it didn't do a good enough job selling you on it for me to go after and look them up. And, and, or to want to watch it again. Or to, you know, was this based on a book? What's, what's, we've seen a lot of, you know, I don't want to go, I don't want to say the spoiler alert. We've seen enough of movies like this and seen some really good ones. For me, not to wa- a want to watch this again, or b really be that interested in finding out what was there originally some something else. Was there more explanation? There's, you know, I think. There's, I, go ahead. No, no, you wanted to give your 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 rating, so I'll let you. Well, go. I just was like, for me, there's there's too many questions and not enough answers, and ultimately, movies are about entertaining. And there are some interesting kind of special effects, simple special effects at work, like the the um, um, uh, not the asteroid, but the what is the fucking satellite, the satellite thing. That's kind oh, of cool, yeah, you know, cool. kind of intense. But he could talk um, to machines or whatever. The, and they could yeah, the, the, the shootout in the hotel. I was like, oh, check this shit out. Like we're like you <laughs> pointed out the shooting of the. Uh, the the cop i was like oh damn this kid is important like there's right. moments where i'm like whoa something like i get it okay run on to some serious shit like this kid's important or you know and and the little comment like about the um the um uh when he's the kids reading the the comic books and his dad's like it's fake that's what i want him to know is is it's fake he's got to know that some things in this world are fake you know what I mean? And the truth mm-hmm. is, this kid, it's like, basically, he's the kryptonite to humanity, in a sense. Every time he fucking opens his eyes, it's it's like, uh, it's too much like the fucking character from X-Men, with the glasses. If he takes his glasses off, he fucking starts lasering people. Oh, this crawling? kid was going through the glasses, though, man. No shit. <laughs> no, the the other kid. The, the Wolverine? No, no, no. The Wolverine's... Cyclops. Uh, the Cyclops, Cyclops, Cyclops. Cyclops, thank you. Cyclops. It's too much like Cyclops. So... Um, Never heard of. Him. So yeah, unfortunately, ultimately, it is uh, a waste of time. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, it that was would be it was a, a waste of time. It was right. a dollar through the whole movie until with, the ending. Until the ending, and I was like, we'll "You're not giving his, me enough." All right, we'll get to a spoiler okay. talk then. All right. Yeah. Hold, yeah. I thought. Hold it. You know, hold um, it. Right. the thing the thing that I I just realized um, is that the uh, wanting to know more. Like the movie sold me on like this could actually happen, but like if if you were the dad or you know and he's you've got this kid that that's that's special and you're just fuck like I can't believe in anything else but my kid. I believe in him a hundred percent. Like some people believe in Jesus, some people believe in well, in, and they're in, all in, a product of this right. cult. Sure, sure, but but I'm saying like if you produce this kid and you see this shit going on, like the, it's like fuck. I th- there's something bigger out there than us than life than what we thought and it's in this kid and the people who want to want the answers the people who are curious about what's the fucking light and what's all this shit the people who are asking all those questions are the bad guys you know you're the dad and you're protecting this kid from the people who are asking those questions so i think for me i kind of empathize with that and so i didn't I didn't. I, I didn't feel the need to question it. 
I was okay with not knowing the, the, the his backstory and where it came from and what it does. What's the blue light? I was okay not knowing because I think I was empathizing so much with the dad. I was just like, just protect this kid and get him to where he, the fuck he needs to go. Right. So I, I was I was in. I was totally in on it. And so um even with the ending, I I was I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. Now you said you just said even with the ending. So does that well, mean you weren't satisfied with the ending too? I, I need to explain what happened Okay. With how how that happened. Um right. Yeah. Because I, I recognize that the ending is, is critical and it's just funny how it came about when I watched it. Um, so, but I'll explain it when we get to the spoiler territory. All right. All right. I'm down. I was reading the director. He essentially wanted to make homage to both E.T. and Close Encounters. A- absolutely. It's huge on E.T. It's got a lot of E.T. going on. I even said that at the end of the movie. It's interesting. You point. I was like, it's kind of like a modern version of E.T. And Chris is like, yeah, I don't remember watching it. Yeah, and then it went on saying, sadly, the Spielbergian magic that Nicholas so desperately wants to recreate is almost entirely absent from the end product, and without it, there's something disappointingly lifeless instead. That seems like it would go with Harley's thoughts. No. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to, like, come up with something new that, you know, that won't make you think of another movie. You know what I mean? I mean it's already made. Everything's been done, right? I, I, the but, uh, kid's performance is just not enough for me. The kid's is like he's kind of like he's weird, he's awkward, and so and like Tony, it's like it makes sense. That's hey, that but, makes it, but, sense. but it because like I dug like the the um, like when they're in the car and that fucking kick ass score is just fucking playing through and it's getting you it's getting your nerves and then like even like just a simple thing when he gets outside you're like oh, why do you get now and that woman's talking to him she's ready to take off his goggles you're like oh yeah. she's gonna do that. And I think like the sound make when he took and when he took it out and this light it will the way it would light up and go up from up and down left and right and make this real cool sound. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I thought, um, like Shannon was good and like so was um, Joel. And the kid he wasn't that bad, especially if he was supposed to be, you know, different. Like yeah, I, I thought yeah. it worked. So I mean, so, yeah, to me yeah. it worked. Yeah, to me, I, I think it's worth it. definitely a dollar for people to watch it. You know, I'd buy that for a dollar. It's, and and maybe it's because um, Lainey works with autistic kids. Anytime mm. a kid uh, is on screen where his performance is different, I always think maybe that's the direction that they were trying to push it towards. Like he's a little different. Maybe he has like Asperger's or something. That's the reason he seems so weird in the movie. You know, he's got the goggles on. And that was one of the first things we said is like he had the goggles on and we were like autistic kids have a sensory overload that's going on with the, their body. And so maybe we're, we're like, Oh, maybe, maybe that's what it is. That's why he wears the goggles all the time. And, you know, so where usually I used to see things as, ah, oh, that's just fucking weird. Now I'm like, I give it more of a benefit of a doubt, I guess. And so I don't mm-hmm. immediately write it off. Um, but it does for me, it paid off. Um, so are we ready to get into spoilers? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do. I will say it's interesting. Right? The following may spoil the movie for your poor sensitive ass. You've been warned. It isn't often where the guy who picked it gave it a waste of time and everybody else gave it a dollar. Yeah. Spoiler. Did anybody see Roy's eyes kind of glow at at the end? No. Oh... Um, with the sunset, yeah, eh, I don't know. That's hard to say. 
I'd have okay. to watch it again. But I know what you're talking well, about. Well, he's his biological father, so something's up. Right? Right. But yeah. but is the kid an but alien? It, or what so, the fuck? So, right. If he's an alien, he's a, he's definitely another... He's General Zaz's kid, so he's got to be an alien, right? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. He's, uh, he's definitely another being. Right. And, I mean, that's the whole spoiler is that the... the what what it there's another world living or existing in a different dimension right on top of our world mm-hmm. and that kid ended up in the wrong world so like you said et phone home right he's just right. gonna go the fuck home right um what cool he's not doing it in a cute way i'm getting drunk right. he's just, <laughs> oh shit he's just not very cute about it right yeah yeah, then you give him any candy, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the fact that he's a he's a be, he's a different being, whether it's a, a a future human that's super evolved beyond you know a body, a physical body, or it's an actual alien that's not human, whatever. It's just a different being. That fact made it excused the entire weirdness that he that the kid had throughout the whole movie. And let me ask you this: So, what's with the light? What's with the light in the eyes? Huh? Is what's with the light in the eyes? Is he... I don't care. Like, oh, you just you know what care. I'm saying. Like, I give it I a dollar anyways. I right. Okay, look. The movie said <laughs> that the guy um, felt comfort and felt at ease, like he felt peace when the light when he was looking in that when he does the light thing. Right. That's all I need to know. I did. I didn't need to know any any more than that. Because you didn't need me, like you didn't need to know the purpose of the light. No, I didn't need to other know. than to sort of create some action in the movie. Like who knows? Who fucking knows what happens? I mean, this is another being. It's another world. It has. There's so like you said. That's there, his powers. I mean, you know, it's not. He doesn't use it for something else in this planet. But, that, but that's not the point of the movie. The point of the movie is like this father has this kid and he's and he believes in him a hundred percent and he does everything in his power to protect him. He doesn't ask questions. He no. just serves his kid, and and that's where that's that's where I empathized, and I was like, I'm not asking questions. I am in for the ride. Protect the kid at all fucking costs. So I didn't ask questions. I didn't ask why the blue light. I didn't ask anything. I was just like, get him home. That's important. Now that he's home, okay. Hey, can you you know write back to us, send us a postcard, and answer some questions? Can we you know write him down? But. Throughout the whole movie, I was just in it. I was just like, "Get him home, get him home, get him home." I, I don't care. Don't. It doesn't matter. I, I was too. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. It, it's so hard because I there's so much to the movie to like, and then it's it just it just feels like there's so much unanswered for me. The, I, I guess, and I yeah. But like the point of the movie was to get him home, and they did it. So I was like, "I'm yeah. done. Cool. I'm happy." Because that was well, that was the point. I was like, the point okay. of the movie is to entertain people. The the point of the plot, the the plot point was get ET home. ET phone home, yeah. Right, and so I was like, okay, cool, they got it done, and I was invested in that plot. So for me, it entertained the fuck out of me. And then and then what's up with the light? Like the kid, uh, they wanted to keep him out of the sunlight. He's a fucking vampire, right? Right. Um, but then the the day that he. Tells him, no, I need you. Gotta, you gotta let me. And he was all pale and shit. Like you need a little vitamin D. I get it. We all do. You know, just, right. just, sitting in the house all the fucking time, reading comic books. You gotta get outside, get some light. I get it. Um, all of a sudden, he's fucking, uh, he's chill. He's like, uh, like, hey, what's up? Hook well, me up. Like, uh, pass the joint. Yeah, yeah why like, not? 
It's it's another I, I, I world. Like, it's what, another what world. You're not su- you're not supposed to understand it. It's another fucking world. It's completely different rules. Completely different everything. So of course you're not going to understand it. We are too I'm, primitive humans to understand what's going on over there. The fact but that the it happened movie is takes the, place in this world. Well, that's my yeah. Except him. We get He's, the two minutes at the very end and no explanation. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. I was like, oh, cool. That's his home. Get him to his home. Look, obviously it's real. What the kid said, that there's another world, is true. There's proof right in front of your eyes. You can see it. Get him there and let him go. Like, that's what. I, that's all I cared about. I didn't care about explaining why their buildings are like that or anything. No, I didn't give a shit. I just wanted to get him home. And so the the reason why the son helped him i i didn't i don't care like just yeah, recharge I'm, solar I'm, powered motherfuckers get solar powered <laughs> sure it. i mean yeah i'm curious about tough it. times over there and even on even in uh, space they need to get solar panels see she's getting tough and that worked for you fonzo that was enough you just sort of was like yeah hey. i mean if, the, if he's there sending him home and that's the whole mission and that's where it's ending then yeah i'm like all right that's yeah, the whole mission that's what they're doing then what's so the director was even, you know, made him watch the ET, yeah. and that's it. Like, hey, if they were, if they wanted to explain more, sure, you know. But, so, um, so, Anna liked it. Anna yeah. liked the shit out of it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so my thing with the ending, because um, I can't remember what happened. I, I got a phone call or something happened, and um, and I was distracted for the last, for like the last five ten minutes, and so. I, I was catching glimpses of it and I was like, and I, and I could see the end where they're interrogating, um, Lucas, Joel Edgerton's character. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, the last thing I see is Michael Shannon looking at a sunset. And I was like, wow, cool. That, that wasn't bad. You know, it's like, I thought the CIA was gonna, I was like, and I told Laney, I was like, you know what? I, I liked it. And I think I would have liked it even if Michael Shannon ended up in jail and he got in trouble for everything, you know, for evading uh, the FBI and whatnot. And she's like, he was in jail. I was like, Oh, well, I still fucking like it then. <laughs> like, I, I, I was like, I liked it because I thought it was one way. And I right. admitted that, you know what, even if he did go to jail, it still works because he got the kid home. And she said, yeah, I, he, it, the, from the movie, it looks like it made it look like he's in jail. They just, he had some, you know, some free time out uh, to watch the sunset, but he's going right back to his cell. I was like, oh, well, all right. I still like it. <laughs> That's why I say like the ending for me was kind of weird because I, uh, yeah, I thought it was one way, but it yeah. was actually different. His eyes do. I j- literally just watched it. His eyes do glow white. They just get a little lighter and then they get dark again and then mm. the credits roll. Mm. He's got to see sun. To, I'm supposed to, and then and then what the fuck is all that shit on his head? Like he's like antennas. Like he's he's trying to radio reception his son or some shit. What? If you go to that scene when he's in jail, right, and he's getting the light, they're giving him light, they're letting him get out, and he's just standing there staring at the scene. He's got a bunch of like wires attached to like fucking masking oh. tape well, on his it, head. Okay, so they're just my shooting the shit right maybe that's the fbi cia trying to track him if he's receiving signals you know what i mean like it could be it may not be his doing it could be 
the FBI. It looks, it looks ghetto rigged. It's like masking tape and speaker wire. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Watch it again. It's 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 ghetto. That's funny. If that's the case, then yeah, he's probably trying to. But then they're letting him. They're letting him fucking get some speaker wire in prison. Like, well, why not? If they're trying to find the kid themselves, you know, if they if they want the kid for themselves, and the dad's trying to connect to the kid, go ahead and let him. If he makes any connection, we're fucking watching him. And then the whole (laughs) thing where where uh, Darth Vader's uh, you know reincarnate uh, like helps him out all of a sudden like i thought that was convenient i thought that was lazy writing hmm. yeah i thought it worked because they, that he was the only person who seemed interested in the actual kid's story oh this oh this is good uh roy and lucas are taken into custody lucas is interviewed by the fbi he tells them the exact story of what happened but they are unsatisfied sevier then enters enters to interview him, the other FBI members, unaware that he helped fulfill Alton's mission. Sarah cuts and dyes her hair to conceal her identity. The film ends with Roy incarcerated by the FBI wearing a, I'm going to fuck this up, (laughs) electronectophilography device. (laughs) His eyes briefly glow with a faint light. See? An electro... Electroencephalography is a monitoring method to record electrical activity of the brain. It is typically non-invasive with the electrodes placed along the scalp, although evasive electrodes are sometimes used in specific applications. So I'm thinking that's him. That's him trying to reach out. Ghetto rigging, trying to have a conversation with his son. I don't see. Man, I'm borderline pile of shit with this movie now. By the way, I'm like <laughs> angry Uh-oh. at the writing and what is left out. Like, oh yeah. boy. But like, who cares? Like, all right, so I care, motherfucker. Obviously, because I'm pissed off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I said, who? Who cares? Yeah. Nobody. Yeah, it just feels Nobody like, matters. like I said, this is gonna be a kick-ass book. But right. uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a waste of time. Okay. I just don't give a, sh- give a shit about the kid. You don't give a shit about E.T. Well, that too. I don't give Fuck a shit you about going no home. Kids. Yeah, <laughs> see. He wouldn't take no, the kid man, home. When that, when that fucking... No, you know what it was? The whole time the motherfucker wanted some ice cream and his dad wouldn't give it to him. So he's like, fuck, you know what I'm going to get ice cream? I'm going to go to space. I'm going to finally get it. Because it's 10 o'clock at night. My dad won't give me any snacks, any treats. So I'm going I'm going. I'm going to go where I can get some finally. And that's I what he did. watching E.T. a couple years ago. And at the end, when E.T. puts his finger out, and Elliot is like like saying goodbye. I am crying like a bitch. Crying. Because we've seen this pat this arc. We've seen E. T. almost die. We've seen him heal Elliot. We've seen him you know, the plant. But like like that movie is fucking history. Cinema history. And this movie is like a bad ripoff of it. With no bicycles flying. So yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> Let's talk about They Live. Right. This movie, this movie, I can get down with. Oh, 1988's They Live, John Carpenter's They Live. I can get down on Written that. by the short story, 8 o'clock in the morning. This shit works. A drifter discovers a pair of sunglasses that allow him to wake up to the fact that aliens have taken over the Earth. So they're already here. Obey me, motherfucker. Yeah, so they don't know until you can see the glasses. You know? Just like you saw, what's her face? Formolda face. 
you know? Mm-hmm. But she saw yelling at me. He's like, you? You're okay. But this one, this one's real fucking ugly. Man, I almost, <laughs> I almost did a spit take, dude, where I was drinking, and I almost spit it out when I heard that line. He's got, like, he doesn't talk a lot, especially, like, in the first two-thirds of the movie. Mm-hmm. He, he gets a little chitty, chatty at the end, but uh, <laughs> he's just kind of walking around through the first, like, 40 minutes of the movie. He's a drifter, uh, man. Yeah, but and Keith David does all the all the speaking. He does more than enough talk. Yeah, um, and it works. But uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean. To oh no, that. yeah. Um, so yeah, this one, like I said, came out in '88. So it's Roy Dwyer Piper and Keith David, and and I think I don't know if like the studios were like, "What you should get this actor." And Carpenter saw something, and uh, Roddy said, "You know, this guy looks like the every man. Like you see him wearing those jeans, those those Tims, you know, like." And then the flannel, he's going to work construction. He just fits, like, for perfectly. And uh, so he must have saw something like Amazing Wrestling Fan and got him, you know. But I think he's great in this. I think he was really good in this, you know. He fit the part. Yeah, he fit the role. Yeah, he did. The, the movie's, like, written for him. Kind of thing. Uh, yeah, for sure. And, and we uh, don't see that a lot with, like, wrestlers. Like, I think it's straight to DVD kind of movies. Yeah. Well, and this, I mean, uh, you know, on a $3 million budget, um, you know, even in 1988, they were doing some pretty good special effects, and the makeup of the aliens is pretty neat. But a lot of the special effects in this movie is pretty bad. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you can see like the gloves or the, the rubber mask. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but goddamn, is it fun? Oh man, but I love the the. I love like when the, he does put the glass. Everything's black and white. Like I love that idea. Like I, you know what I mean? I love that he went. Went went there for it. I don't know. It just looks. It gives it that cool look. Like when they're look, when that guy when he's reading magazines, the guy's just staring at him. He's like, "Hey, you got a problem, buddy?" He just keeps looking at him. And he's like, he's giving the reaction. Like the audience is giving the reaction. Like, what the fuck? Are yeah, you kidding me right yeah. now? Like you really look like that? And then you know, especially since he found a box of glasses from that church from before, you know. And um, and uh, it's got one of the coolest. Like I wanted a clock the fight scene in the alleyway. I wanted to see how long it was. <laughs> It uh so filming uh, they live was shot in eight weeks during March and April eighty eight principally on location in downtown L A with a budget only slightly greater than three million dollars. One of the highlights of the film is a five and a half minute alley fight between David and Piper over a pair of special sunglasses. Yeah, wow, the movie is barely an hour and a half. They people I I don't think they realize five minutes is a long time mm-hmm. in a modern film. Like, especially considering this is sort of like an action-adventure film. They fight forever. They just keep going and go. It's like a WrestleMania ultimate match. They just go. They do finishing moves. I thought German suplex over there going they, on. Yeah, <laughs> then they help each other up. And then he uh-huh. tells them for the 18th time, put the motherfucking glasses uh-huh. on. And, and then he, he goes low. He's them. like, oh, you dirty motherfucker. <laughs> when he went low. <laughs> Yeah, but it's funny, like, uh, you see those kind of, like, billboards now, you know, with the Obey, with a different yeah. logo. Like, just watching it now, like, Obey and Consume and Marry and Reproduce, right? And you start seeing it all being run by the the TV network, right? Because everyone, I mean, everyone has, like, a, I mean, it's a little dated, but, you know, at the time, everyone has a TV or a cable box, and it, it's being broadcast to everybody. Even bombs that don't even have a house, they have, they have a big TV outside, and they're even seeing it, you know? Um, I love how at the end that guy's like totally like in. Yeah, he was like a homeless bum, and then all uh-huh. of a sudden he has like all backstage passes, yeah. like because he has to explain everything. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? 
Like, he has to explain an entire universe that's been going on for years. He's got to explain it to us, the viewer. Right. And he's a character that was in the movie before, like a homeless bum, and now they just gave him, like, the whole fucking all-expense-paid trip kind of thing. I thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. But how, what were your thoughts on it, Tony? Um, I remember enjoying it the first time I saw it, and this time around, I, I just, it was kind of like, eh. Oh, this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's that, not a certified Slater. Son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's fine. That's all I need to say. Well, like, so... there, was, there wasn't enough light shooting out people's eyes in this movie. That's <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> um, but there's that crazy bitch with the super light eyes. Like, what's a, what? You know, that's why like, that other episode's titled that way. Because you said that before in the other one. What you said? Uh, that's what was the title called, Tony? Seventy six or seventy nine? The one we talked about they lived before. I think it was titled like that bitch looks crazy or something like that. Oh, it's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Referring to her, though. So, yo, that, she, that wanted, bitch, she, she took him on like a champ, dude. She, she was getting herself a little she drink. She walked out. his ass through the dude. Line. That was a major step. Yeah, dude, it, it made me jump. Like, oh, shit. Just right in the back of the hand, that motherfucker went flying. I was like, damn. She handled it, dude. Fonzo, how many times have you seen this movie? I'm going to say twice. That might have been oh, the second time. It. Oh, yeah. see, I thought it was like a cult classic for you. I thought this oh. is one of those movies you had seen a dozen times. Mm-hmm. See, I'm sure I've seen this. This was probably the fourth time I've seen it. Oh. Like, I've seen this a few times. Like, I knew beat for beat the movie. Okay. And it never gets old. Like, I I eat all this shit up. Like, it's so much fun for me. Like, I can watch this again tomorrow. Like, it, it just have it going on in the background. Yeah. Yeah, I like that his name is Nada, you know, which means nothing in Spanish. Mm-hmm. He's just, you know, he's just this drifter. Like, um, yeah, you get the old school, like, fight scene. You get, like, you get a cool little shootout, you know. You get the cool little score, little music playing in, over and over again. And um, it's a cool, like... Um, I don't want to say night buddy cop, but you know, you got the, I think they got cool chemistry together, Piper and Keith David, you know what I mean? I yeah, it's like the like unlikely pair. It's like the uh, yeah, 48 yeah, exactly. hours thing. Uh huh. Like the criminal and the cop have to get paired up kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Keith David's kind of straight. And right, he's all working, yeah. man. He don't want to get fired. Yeah. He's just seen Piper uh, kill some cops. At <laughs> I thought we were cops, you know? But, yeah, well, that's the interesting thing is he gets. He gets kind of nutty, like like yeah, he starts shooting people like, really they, they weren't people, bro. They were fucking aliens already. Uh, yeah. I'm saying he he starts shooting people really quickly. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I'm he's, like, yeah, he's just like, who the fuck are these guys? What the, what is going on? I should just start shooting. <laughs> yeah, in the bank, you know, he's like, shoot now, ask questions later. Yeah, for real. Like he, yeah, exactly. Which is really funny because, it, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he takes that guy's gun. He got he get gets the shotgun on the radio, and he's he's already armed up. He's ready to go. But it's funny when you put the glass on, you see a little flying little saucers too. You don't see them before. They're just always flying around. Yeah, Yeah, I mean it. It's it's a whole universe that, um, you know that we have no idea that we're you know they, and there's there's obviously the explanation at the end. You know, um, but there's a kind, there's a lot kind of like, wait, what? And I thought it was interesting because um, this is sort of the the um, 
Carpenter's version of the um, homework that Tony picked last week, the Alienation movie. Mm. I mean, it's got it. It hits a lot of those beats. Tony, you feel me? Like, what do you think about like kind of the two compare and contrast of these two films? Um, well, I mean, a little bit, but not really, because in this one, the aliens were. Con- controlling everything they were ruling yeah, the world yeah. the other one they were being submissive they were the outcasts and yeah they were essentially slaves slaves yeah but exactly. it's like aliens that aren't that are that aren't like just completely dominating us for the most part like but they're amongst us kind of thing you know what i mean okay, and we don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't see that a lot mm-hmm. you know and then the two characters they're unlikely you know um, you know, obviously that one's like a bunny cop movie because it's two cops. But um, yeah, I just thought that that you know was sort of kind of like the grown up version to this one. Because I tell you what, we all watched this. We all sat down and watched this, and I, I can't tell you if Chris programmed through it. I think Chris. Oh, I don't think Chris actually watched it with us. I think it was just me and the girls. Both girls loved it, and when it was when it was over. They were like, wait, that's it? Because it kind of ends really abruptly because it's really short, you know? Mm-hmm. And they were like, wait, is, and the, w- this is always the, the sales for me with the kids. Is there a sequel? Is there a number two? They always want to know if there's a number two, if they liked right. it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I said, sadly, there's not. So um, for me, this is a Slater because it hits all the beats. Like I can watch it over and over again. Yeah, obviously it's it's a bad film in a lot of ways. The performances are bad. A lot of the performances are bad. Um, but you know, again, these kind of characters don't have their drifters. They don't have a lot to say, kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just one of those sort of. I mean, I would consider this like an early '80s, even though it came out in '88. But um, it just has that replayability, and and again, there's a lot to it that resonate with today the obey i mean it turned into all goddamn clothing manufacturer for god's sake <laughs> that whole you know don't question authority and you know all those little those little um cliches that that we have that we've just sort of laughed at that the right. government wants you to, to to just obey and not question and just watch your cable tv and you know, eat your Cheetos and, and, uh, you know, and so there is some replayability to that in the sense of it's got some social commentaries. It's got some little winks at the audience. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, Hey, it's fucking 20 years later or 30 years later. And a lot of this stuff's kind of coming to fruition, except for it doesn't even have to be aliens. It's, it's, I think Donald Trump takes his mask off. He looks like them motherfuckers. Oh shit. And there was some creepy ass motherfucker because Mazzy's watching it, yeah. and she thought they were humans with like they were dying though, like their uh, mask was off or some shit. We have we had well, she, the, oh, when the sick. when the girl in the grocery store she got her um, hand to her wrist. She's like, we have one of them, and he oh, can see us. Yeah. That's just oh, creepy. Yes, starts putting out the call for everybody. You're like, oh fuck, you know, he's already being chased by the cops. Now this, it's like, come on, you know, it's, it's a hard sell too to kind of convince somebody to see it right yeah like this could be a big like if they wanted to reinvent this movie you know 
Mm-hmm. You could. This could be a big two-hour, twenty minutes, big grand special effects, crazy plot. You know, the government is in on it. The you know, the president, this and the fucking Congress and the big business and I mean, you could really make this a heavy sci-fi drama, right? You know, in in today's day and age, uh, you know, it, it wouldn't be this. I don't want to call it slapsticky, but it's kind of this B film. It's like a, it's like a, uh, like a, um, uh, what was the the guy that did like all the B, um, co- uh, the guy who did all the science fiction movies in the seventies? Um, starts with a C. Cameron worked with him for a while. Roger Corman. Uh, Roger Corman. This is kind of like a throwback. You know, to like Corman-ish films. You know what I mean? Um, thank you, love. What's that? Campy. Campy. Yeah, it's got a little campiness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to like throw and re like re not reimagine this, but imagine it on a bigger scale, like a real scale, it could be some heavy shit. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, for me, it's just like I love this movie. That was a fucking movie. Um, so if if uh, if somebody mm-hmm. walked up to you and said. Look through these glasses. Would right. you be bothered by that? Would it freak you out? Or would you just look through the fucking mm. glasses? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just look through the goddamn fucking glasses. That's mm-hmm. what bug- bugged me so much about this movie, was they're just stupid glasses, but people fought for five minutes, and this lady, like, it, it was just so stupid how, just look through the fucking glasses. They're just That's macho dudes, do. though. They just, right, right. just... No, but yeah, it's we... such bullshit. Like, it's like, <laughs> look through the glass. It's like, it... it, it that wouldn't happen in real life. If someone said, dude, this is crazy shit. If you look through these glasses, it's like, what's it going to take you 30 seconds of your goddamn life to look through the glasses to see if this guy's crazy or not? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. It, it, it bugged, it, that bugged the hell out of me. Mm. On top of the fact that it's just a bad movie. So for a waste of time. That would be oh! a waste of oh. time. How dare you, my friend. Hey. The, the, the semi, like, it's, it's a dollar. The first time through, because I remember I gave it a dollar when I first first watched it, and the redeeming quality of the movie is the social commentary of that. What if what if this is what our world is actually like right now? But mm-hmm. not with not with aliens, just the Illuminati fucking elite, right? What if they're controlling us through subliminal messaging and all that shit? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's its big the the, the big selling point of the movie, um, but. You only need to do it once. Oh, well, wait. So you you gave it a buy that I, for a dollar once, but last on time, playability, yeah. it's a waste of time. Last time I watched it, I gave it a dollar. The second time around, it's a waste of time. A like I didn't need to watch it again. It it's didn't, a it, shame. It didn't do anything for me. It's <laughs> wrong with my heart. Now I've come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. Kick ass. I'm all out of bubble gum. Oh, yeah, I lived that line too. I'm not surprised because yeah. it's a fucking weird ass line. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic line, man. Yeah, I think I don't get much enjoyment of just um, repeating lines. Like if they, if a movie has one liners, I don't I don't really care. Two weeks. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> right. The rest <laughs> of the movie has to be good, not just one liners. It felt like it. That's I think that's what this movie felt like. It felt like it was a wrestling match made into a movie. It was. Yeah, it's and I don't like wrestling. Awesome. I don't like wrestling. So there you go. <sighs> All right. All right. <laughs> Fonzo? Yeah, man. This is a lot of fun. Like I said, um, 
it's cool to see like the old school downtown LA like that. And uh, it's not that really big, um, big set pieces. Just kind of in this little corner market. You, you always see that one street that you've seen a lot of movies in downtown LA. It's kind of like over that bridge. You know what I'm talking about, Harley? Where you see him yeah. in this angle shot where he's just walking back. And he's all beat up. I love that scene where they just kick the shit out of each other. They had to go get a hotel room together. And they yeah. just the glasses. And they just like get the room. And they don't even ask. Just, you know, this, this, get this room, you know. Um, and yeah, dude, this, yeah, this movie's a lot of fun. I don't know. I, I, I had fun with it. Um, I don't know if it was a Slater, though. Like, I, you know, I, uh, I have to watch it again. But from revisiting it, I had fun. So it's a dollar for me. I'd buy that for a dollar. All over the map. Yeah. yeah, considering you're a big Carpenter fan, yeah, yeah, um, I'm surprised. And then you just watched it in the Mouth of Madness, right? Um, yeah, for me, this is like a cult classic. Like this is my this is like a Bucker Bonsai for me, kind of. Yeah, thing. like I, I can just replay this shit all the just time. Getting a Blu-ray release, so yeah, yeah. But speaking of Mouth of Madness, yeah, I'm in this Carpenter kick. Just like seen him perform. It was my turn to pick a movie. I just gotten this, um, and then another one, Tony Carpenter's The Ward, and I. Asked, Jeff, which one he wanted to see, and he chose this one. So, an insurance investigator begins discovering that the impact uh, a horror writer's book ha- uh, has on his fans is more than inspirational. So, this guy named Sutter Kane, right? He, he writes all these books. He's kind of like a Stephen King kind of guy, and uh, he hires. A, um, he's like missing. They want to find this, this uh, like the manuscripts for the book. So he sends out uh, Sam Neill to go find him, and they send out this other woman, Julie Carmen, to go help him. And then shit starts just getting fucking weird, right? When we first meet him, though, Sam Neill, he's in a fucking nut house. It's crazy. He's drawing all these crosses on the wall. He's got crosses all over him. And I've never seen Sam Neill like this, which is crazy, you know? And you know what I'm thinking? Like, hey, you were saying you want to see more Giovanni Ribisi? I want to see more Sam Neill. I love this fucking guy, you know? And he's and he's mm. terrific in this. He's great. Um, he's got a really cool, um, I mean, you know, Carpenter scores all, all his movies, so it's, it's his yeah. red score kicking in the beginning. Oh, that's and, Sam Neill. I agree. More so. Yeah, I mean, this, he did. He literally did this a year after Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a fucking man. So, um, so yeah, you, you got these like uh, like you said, you got, you got Charlton Heston in this movie too, dude. He, he, like, really? Runs, yeah, he runs like the company that uh, that sells off all of the the books and stuff. So he's the one that's trying to get him to find him. <clears throat> and then and then anyone that reads the books, people start getting crazy, right? So he starts thinking like, dude, this shit, dude, that shit ain't happening. And the girl that's with him, like, no, look at it. People, he's totally in disbelief the whole time, right? But then weird starts, shit starts happening. Like, you start seeing demons. There's just one guy, there's just one scene where he's in, like, a diner. And he's having coffee, talking to this guy. And there's this guy in the background with an axe. And he's just walking slowly towards him. And everyone's like, yo, what the fuck? Check it out, look at it, look out. And then he just slam, he just breaks through the glass and comes in. And he's like, do you read Sutter Kane books? And you're like, what the fuck? And Samuel's like, oh, shit. He takes the axe, he's ready to fucking kill him. And these cops just blast that guy. And he's like, what the hell? So then just shit, wacky shit starts happening like that. Um, if I say any more, it gets very spoilery. Um, but it's a, it's a cool, like, um, like I said, Carpenter's cool about taking different genres too, right? From like, they live to like, the thing to Halloween and Big Trouble Little China, Assault in Precinct 13. You know, he'll, he'll play in the sandbox. Like he, he doesn't stick to just one chord, one genre. So, um, but I've always heard this was a cool movie. And then after watching it, um, you know what's funny too? Um, when I go to Jeff's house, I fall asleep at his house. He comes over to my house. He falls asleep. Like he, was, he was dozing off. <laughs> yeah, so, motherfuckers like, need naps. And shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Well, the kids were like super up late, so late, so we didn't start it till like nine thirty, you know. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just I thought that was kind of funny. 
Uh, no, but this is a this is a cool this is a cool little flick. Um, so definitely buy it for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Like I like to like talk about it more, you know. I don't watch it, but it's just it just gets in some some weird shit. It's it's really cool. So, so you saw Ten Cloverfield Lane. I did, and uh, yeah, we can't spoil it because there's a lot of people out here that should see it, and we could talk about it like in spoilers because. In, in obviously, I I look I listen back to um, like what you said to Tony. Like, did the end? How did? What did you think about the end? And Tony, correct me if I'm wrong, Tony, but you were like, yeah, it didn't bother me. Like, it yep. worked, right? Yeah. Yep. Because it's like that motherfucking five, ten minutes at the end of the movie is a entirely different movie. Spoiler alert! Like, you are not. Is it? Yeah, like it's a fucking. <laughs> It's a suspense, like, kidnap movie for an hour and 40 minutes. And then four minutes, it's a fucking sci-fi action flick. Like, like full That's what I'm on. saying. Some people get totally turned off from that part. Yeah. That, that that's can, and Chris didn't like it. Chris okay. went from a full-on high dollar to a waste of time. Wow. See, in that last five minutes. Where, were, where, do you, where are you at? I, it didn't bother me at all. Like, I... I I wouldn't say it made the movie any better if they had tied up – if the explanation was sort of just a plot with Goodman being, you know, like the kidnapping thing and like his daughter and all that kind of stuff. If it was just sort of kind of a twist on that, it would have worked and I would have gave it a dollar. Like I wouldn't have had a problem with it. But the movie – it does something. I, I don't know if it was the writing. I don't know if it was the director. They gamble like a big gamble. Like they're like, you know what? We're gonna turn this into some serious fucking wild. I and I will not spoil this movie because everybody needs to go see this. It turns into some wild sci-fi shit at the end, but it's done well. It's a super budget film, but the special effects are good. It all seems plausible. And so you just if you just take it and flow with it, for me it worked. Like it just I I didn't like how they wrapped up the Goodman character. Like I I wanted a little more like him at the end kind of thing. Like they wrap him up really quickly and then they move on kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um and his performance was really, really good. Um, I like John Gallagher Jr. in the role too. It's kind of underused, I would say. Right, yeah. But there's throughout the movie, you're constantly like, something's going on here. Like mm-hmm. these two know each other. There's they're in cahoots. Like you're building up. There's you're con- and like I said, Chris, who has a hard time watching movies because she just programs through the shit. She sat through the whole thing and was totally sold on it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you're until, in these. So uh, yeah, yeah, until it got all weirdly sci-fi on her. And, um, um, because it's just this really like Goodman's character. So he's so kind of bipolar. Like one second you're like, yes, yeah, like, he's not crazy. Like, you know, I mean, he's, you know, I mean, obviously he's a little kooky, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like he's like the whole, uh, you know, Mars is coming kind of thing at the beginning, but you know, and then, and then the we're Doomsday like, Prepper. yeah, like, wait a second. And I, Chris used to watch this reality show of like Doomsday Preppers. I think yeah. the show's called Preppers. 
And I remember this guy, he's like, he's got a pond that he, that he fucking has all these fish in it. And he, and then he he has chickens and then the chicken shit feeds the fish and then they eat the fish and it's like Talupa or Talapa or some shit. And it's like, it's like some weird shit. Like there's some serious preppers that stockpile ammunition and, and, uh, you know, Goodman is a totally believable prepper. Um, and he's kooky, but sometimes you're like, but he's a harmless kooky. And he's he's keeping these two people alive and himself. And maybe they got a chance. Maybe they got six months. Maybe they got a year before they fucking, you know. And then I'm thinking, like, are these two going to start fucking? Because <laughs> if I was Gallagher Jr., I'd be trying to hit that shit. Um, it's just me or what, you know? Oh, you like some Ramona Flowers, huh? I do. He's just an attractive woman. I'm an attractive man. You know, we can be attractive <laughs> together. Hey, so. she with Bradley Cooper, though, man. You better watch out. Oh, is she with Bradley Cooper in real well, life? The, the voice on the phone was Bradley Cooper. I saw that. I saw that. So, yeah, um, so yeah I dug it. It's a high dollar for sure. Um, it's going to turn a lot of people off at the end because it's... Yeah, the Omega break, yeah. It's it's, it, it's it's a straightforward drama suspense. See, to me, it didn't bother me because the Cloverfield's name is on the title. Yeah. So you should kind of maybe at the back of your mind take it. Absolutely, absolutely. They and talked about John Goodman's job and what he did, you know, and how he got fired from that. Oh, I forgot that. What was that? Um, remember, he said he was like in the Navy and he was doing some shit with the satellites. And then, oh, that's right, that's right. And then yeah, I think I laid off. And there's like and there's tie-ins like if you go on YouTube, look up Cloverfield because people love to break that shit and get all these Easter eggs. Hmm. There's a scene. Like the, in the beginning, where like the guy is with this gr- girl on a date, and they're talking, and there's a satellite that falls down into the water, like very, like in the very back, you can see, like if you zoom in. So, and, and people were kind of tying that in together, like real, you know, fucking homeland type maps that Claire Danes puts up in Homeland. With <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, getting, yeah. and I dig that kind of stuff. I love when people, you know. When, when it's the, like it's like making big connections. And Tony, yeah. you the the ending didn't ruin you, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah I, I I dug it too. So I could totally. Say, I, I know, like if I was watching with Amy, she would she would say the same thing. Like, oh man, this is fantastic. Then once that fucking thing shows, she'd be like, nope, don't. Nope. I think it's Chris sad. gave it a waste of time after that. Yeah. See, which is crazy because it's so fucking good. Like before that, like how can you still not like it? You know, you're into it that whole time. But I don't know. Well, you saw with the last movie, the Midnight Special. It's entirely possible to like the movie and then get bummed out. Yeah, I mean, I would have given that goddamn movie a dollar if they had a little more explanation at the end. This one has the explanation, like what, like her—I don't want to say performance, but like her experience in the last five minutes, kind of unbelievable, like. You just be like, "Hey, bitch, just you know, go ahead. You had a good run. You're dead." But she <laughs> fucking fights it, and you know, at the end, we got that really cliche moment where she turns left. Um, but it totally takes you out of the first hour and forty minutes, and it's and then it just becomes a different movie for like fifteen minutes. But that fifteen minute movie, if it's not even that long, it's like eight. I'm like it's it becomes an action flick. Yeah, it's still so like, intense. Yeah, yeah. You're like, whoa, like, wow, fucking, you know, <laughs> and that green smoke and shit. I'm like, whoa, yeah. So like, yeah, it's a it's a high dollar. I I can see why it's interesting 
maybe the girls don't like the ending because of what it is or some shit. But um, uh, yeah, no, it was it was good for sure. I'd buy that for a dollar. Oh, right on. All right. So who's got a homework next week? I got your homework. Oh, is that right? What no, you it's got? easy because I'm pretty sure you guys um, were trying to avoid this movie, like the plague. Oh shit! But now I'm gonna make you watch it. Oh, no. 2015's Point Break. <laughs> oh, Vaya con Dios. <laughs> I'll watch fucking Point Break. I'll give every movie a chance. That's right. I, it, yeah. Is it, uh, did it, did it, it must have got released on Blu ray, right? Because you know how much I fucking love the first one. So. Oh, yeah. That's oh, a yeah. fucking Catherine Bigelow Slater all up on it. A- absolutely. Is that a certified? Where you come on that, Tony? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's certified. Okay. Yeah, because I've, right I've watched God it twice. Damn right it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've watched it twice so far, and I enjoy the hell out of it both times. If we're sampling the movie for a review, it's got to be a Slater, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. For real. I mean, it's got Anthony fucking Kiedis. I doubt this one has Anthony Kiedis, but this one doesn't even have Gary Busey. Oh. But, but I'll give it a chance. Yeah. Fucking point break. All right. Why, why, Tony? Why? It's that curiosity. Because you guys, we haven't watched it. That's the only reason. Yeah, why it's not? the only reason you want to watch it. Like, yeah. this is why you chose it. Yeah. Because we haven't seen it. Not because yes. of you. Your, your, uh, your curiosity. No, we, as in all three of us, have not seen it. It fits the criteria for homework. That's all I need. Yeah. All right. I get that. Hold on, I gotta let the dog in. Hold on. <laughs> I thought you let the dogs out. Who let the well, dogs got... in? <laughs> <laughs> come back you at some point. I let you in. Poor puppy, freezing your ass out there. That's my good dog. That's my good puppy. Dude, does the poster here on IMDb really say "find the, find your breaking point"? As in point break. Huh? Find your breaking point. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's dumb. <laughs> Tony, this is a movie you chose. Yep. Oh, this is gonna be great. I can already see Harley yelling already. My man Del Rolando in it. What are, what are you doing? Ray Winstone, too. He plays Pappas. Luke Bracey plays Utah. Not even Johnny Utah. He plays Utah. Hmm. The guy playing Roach. Wow. This would be spectacular. So what do you got, Harley? All right, I'm going to give you a choice, motherfuckers, you filthy animals. (laughs) You fucking cocksucker. Hey, what movie is that from, you filthy animal? Oh, it's from uh, Home Alone. Home Alone, yeah, thank you. Okay, so... uh, um, Find your breaking point, Harley. Yeah. uh, Keep the change, you filthy animal. Filthy animal. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Happy New Year. Uh, I like the way he, he's mouthing it too, you know. <laughs> God damn it! Where is it? Well, okay, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you um, 2006 Tony Scott movie or a 1991 Ron Howard film. What's a Tony Scott movie? Come on, Deja Vu. Deja Vu. I've never seen it. I think I, I think I saw it. I think I saw I it. Denzel Washington, Paula Patton, Val Kilmer, 
Jim Caviezel, Adam Goldberg. We all love some Adam Goldberg. Yeah, I, I think he's like the 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 nerdy sidekick. Oh, okay. And then uh, the 1991 Backdraft. Oh, I've been wanting to watch that. I, I don't know why. Backdraft? Yeah. Fucking A. Let's make a Backdraft. Sweet. Right. We're breaking Backdraft. Look at that. Action pack, Pee Wee. So how was you guys' weekend? Like I said, today I, I was in the pool all day. Denaldo came over, brought some pizzas from Little Caesars, brought some food over. That was cool. My yeah. cousin. Cause we're in town, so we're just swimming all fucking day. <laughs> One of the funniest parts where we play, you know, kids do the darnest things, right? They'll say the darnest things, yeah. do the darnest things, right? So my cousin, uh, his little kid, Oscar, he's like, uh, crew seven, he's like eight or nine. And, uh, you know, when you eat Cheetos, what's the, what's the number one thing that happens when you eat Cheetos? When you, you lick Cheeto. your motherfucking fingers. Right. You got the cheese, right? Um, so he's got the Cheetos, the, the flaming ones, right? Uh-huh. But not the flaming Cheetos. He's got the flaming Cheeto fries ones, right? But rego- um, no matter what, they still get you know on your fingers, right? Get all the red on them. Sure. So he's eating them. So he's getting back in the pool. I mean, for some reason, we did all the, like. We're, I think we're, he was going to jump in, so we're, we're just kind of already looking at him. So he walks by, like, and you know, kids, man, right? No fucks given. Like no zero, none, right? Negative fucks given. Like how many fucks? Zero, nada. None. So he's walking up to the pool and uh, with his red ass fingers. He just starts going in his ear and, you know, <laughs> same finger with. Wait, the, just you know, rubs the chill, uh, the the cheese in his ear. Well, he's got the, the he's got the red from his fingers from the Cheetos, the, the flaming Cheetos, oh, right? No. But he's got he's got you know he's got an itch, so he's got a he's got an itch in his ear and he can't he's got a, can't he's got not itch it. But no, but wait, he doesn't he doesn't stop there. <laughs> what does he do after that? Harley, you just said it earlier. Tickles his balls. No, what? Where are you going with that? I said, when you eat Cheetos, what do you do after you lick your fingers? Right. Oh, oh no. so he itches his ear and then he licks his fingers. <laughs> the same finger. <laughs> he licks his ear. He licks. I mean, not looking at We're like, wait, did that just do it? And I see him laughing. Like, uh, so laughing. The kid just jumped right in. No fucks given. So I just thought that. What was did the kid fuck. say? What was his response to Nothing. that? Nothing. He just jumped. He like I said, no fucks given. He just like he, like it was no big like, deal. Spoke his ear. Da, 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 da. He's like, "Oh wait, I still have cheese in my finger. I gotta lick it." Now, never mind. He just put it in his ear. Well, earwax Cheetos. <laughs> oh, it was so good. It was so funny. And then yeah, this Sunday we were supposed to take the kids to find Dory, but Amy she might have strep throat. Like, throat's been really hurting really bad. So they haven't. Uh, we're, we're about to find out tomorrow. If they don't call her, it's good. They do call her, and it's bad. So mm-hmm. she's feeling a lot better now. So. um so hopefully, you know, it's, it's it's not major. So she wasn't feeling too good, so we didn't get to go out. We just kind of chilled on yeah, Sunday. Strep throat's highly contagious. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what we're worried about, too. So, um, yeah, so that's that. That's kind of just happened on Sunday, so we just chilled. And then 4th of July is coming up. You guys got any uh, plans for that? I'm, uh, me and the girls are going out to the coast. We have our uh, annual uh, sort of mini rave that we go to. Oh, out okay. on, uh, yeah, on Humboldt in. that I, I helped DJ at. And, oh, um, Tony's there. My, I'm, I'm my mom, yeah, no shit. No, it's not nearly big enough for Tony. Um, <laughs> my mom will watch the kids and me and Chris uh, camp. It's just a one one day or one night, kind of two days. Um, it's just some good good kids from, from Humboldt and um, 
Uh, yeah, most of them are big drum and bass fiends, but there's some house heads in there, and there's me, and I, you know, once or twice a year I go out there and hang out. Just good kids, good people, and um, always have a good time. And that's right on the water, which is neat. And um, yeah, so hopefully that'll go well. And um, and the summer's this weekend's been hot. We took the boat out. Um, I don't know, a couple of days ago. Oh yeah, I fucking. Uh, uh, it's kind of an interesting story. Um, trying wakeboarding, right? Because, uh-huh. uh, you know, we got a boat. We got to do the wakeboarding thing, right? Yeah. So uh, we go out wakeboarding, right? And um, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting up, like, no problem, like, almost every time. Like, I, I you know, I, I crash a couple times here, crash a couple times there. So Chris has got trying to get the hang of pulling, pushing, pulling me up. You know, she's, you get, wakeboarding is kind of weird. You got to, like... You got to go full throttle with the boat to get me up, but then you got to slow down. You can't yeah. go too fast with it. So you got to it's not like skiing. Skiing you can just haul ass behind the boat, but wakeboarding you got to slow down. So um and then, you know, the, the sideways and shit. It's just it's, it's it's different. So so I'm, you know, I'm 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 getting my feet wet, so to speak. And um so I'm getting comfortable and I'm kind of moving around and kind of jumping off the wake and shit. I say jumping off the wake. I'm kind of like going over it and not crashing. So, you know, and uh, so I, I go on the outside and the front of the board catches the wake. <laughs> and I fucking face plant so mm. fast that it felt that water felt like concrete, right? I hit the I hit the water. Did you find so your fast. breaking point? Yes, I did. I felt I I hit the water so fast that my eyes were still open when I when I face planted the water. <laughs> <laughs> like I I was let because because imagine your your you know your feet are in this ski and you're holding on to this this you know this what do you want, babe? What are you doing? You're making me nervous. <laughs> Is that okay? Well, you, you got to brush your teeth right there, like on that side of the monitor is fucking creeping me out. So, uh, <laughs> so imagine you're holding on to a boat that's going 25 miles an hour, or holding on to a car that's going 25 miles an hour. You're being towed behind it, and then all of a sudden, your feet come to a stop. <laughs> I mean, in a millisecond, your feet. God reaches up from the water's depths and grabs <laughs> your motherfucking ankles okay, and your okay. feet come to a stop. Except for you've been holding on to the boat that's pulling you 25 miles an hour. So it's not like you just fall. You're essentially getting pulled down because your body doesn't react fast enough to let go of the rope before your face face plants in the motherfucking water. So, I come. I float up to the surface because, of course, I have a life vest on. It's you, you. You don't ski or do any of this shit with a life vest on. And I'm like, I'm. I got my hands in my face because I'm thinking I just blew my eyes out the back of my head. <laughs> they hurt. The water's burning them because it. It not because the water's like dirty. The water's you can swim around with your waters. Your eyes open. It's not like there's no chlorine in the water. Obviously, it's a lake. Right. But my eye, my whole face is like on fire, and so at first I'm like, "Fuck, am I bleeding? Like, can I still see?" And then I realize I can still focus, so my eyes are okay. 
but my face hurts. And then I realized I hurt my back too. Like I tweaked my back. I, mm. I, I hyperextended it. Of course, the wakeboard just got ripped off of my feet. And there, it's on there tight, like the booties that, that go onto your feet. It's yeah. on tight. It's like a death grip. And it just, the fucking wakeboard's like floating off in the middle of the fucking lake. I don't know where the fuck it is. <laughs> and I'm just fucking floating there holding my face going, whoa. And then all of a sudden, I'm just kind of like spacey. And uh, Chris comes around, and she immediately like sees the look on my face. Because normally after I fall, I'm like, I immediately go, I'm cool, I'm good, I'm okay. Like, uh, you went too fast, or you went too slow, or, oh, that was my fault, or, you know, what happened there, or, you know, you turned, or, you know, whatever, whatever. And this time, she was like, you okay? And I just floated. <laughs> I just kind of nodded my head. She's like, hey, like, tell me you're okay. And I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Let me get in the boat. Like, I'm cool. I'm just, I need to cast my breath. My, my, my wakeboarding day is over. <laughs> and that fast, huh? Tried yeah. it and done. Okay. Well, no, I mean, I did it for probably 30 minutes before that. Yeah. Um, I get in the boat and I immediately get like a mild headache. And Man, if you were younger, you do that shit all day long. I'm just sort of spacey. And so, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, I, I got a little mild concussion from it. And uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, don't but fuck it. okay. Out. I'm okay. I'm all right. So mm-hmm. I had Chris worried a little okay. bit. I, I don't know how excited she's going to be for me to wakeboard again anytime soon. Yeah. Luckily, I only invested. 40 Who's going to wax your ass if you're gone? Huh? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, more of a story. Uh, bringing exactly. it back full circle. When I was thirteen, I did the exact same thing you just described. Really? Mm-hmm. Wakeboarding or skiing Wake, or wakeboarding? I tried to wakeboard. Dang. First time, you just you just, just caught an edge and, just, and the, the best part was uh No, there's no best part to what happened. No, this was the best part. (laughs) Because my boss, my my current boss, took me. You know, he's a friend of the family, so he took me with his with his family down camping, and he had a boat, so we went wakeboarding and whatnot. Um, Mm. I I think I tried to ski first, and that wasn't too bad. But then wakeboarding, that's where I ate shit. Um, But he uh, he told me, um, like when I first started, you know, skiing and all the whole thing. He said, "Okay, so if you fall, just make sure to." You know, let go. I'm like, yeah, that's like the natural thing to do, right? To let go. So yeah. skiing, I mean, I was, I wasn't, they, we weren't going very fast when I was trying to ski. Like it just wasn't happening. How old were you? Uh, 13. 13. Yeah. 13. Um, but with the wakeboard, we were having better luck. So we were trying to go faster and faster. Well, at one point we were getting some speed, <laughs> did the exact same thing. Something I, I couldn't, I, something caught. And he said he dragged me for like a hundred <laughs> feet. Like I would, I did not fucking let go. <laughs> Even though he's, that's the first he thing you do. He specifically said let go. And I'm like, yeah, I would, I'll let go. Like why the fuck would I will hold on? That's stupid. Right. Well, why <laughs> did you not let go? He dragged me for like a hundred feet. He's like, yeah, man, you didn't let go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and what was your answer? I was like, oh. Like, I no, I, I was. Out. I didn't know I was still holding on. I was like, like hardly. I was just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I did it. You know, I was just yeah. like, I was just stupefied by the whole thing. That was the end of my, my, my uh, wakeboarding career. Wakeboarding career. Yeah, I, I stayed away from the water for about fifteen years after that. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> so, yeah, so I could, I could empathize. 
I mean, that was when I was 13. Next week, and I'll let you go to my report. I, I, that's when I was 13. I can't imagine doing that when I'm 30. And yeah. shit 36. Like try 36, motherfucker. Jeez. Yeah. You want to try it now, Tony? <laughs> What's that? You want to redeem yourself? You don't oh, want to try it now? Hell no. Hell no. How about you just get on roller skates and, uh, and, uh, and tie a jump rope on my back on the bike and I'll ride down the hill? Oh, yeah, because that's safer. Do that? <laughs> Oh man, that shit! Man, that's so that's funny. You funny. didn't. So the guy, he's he's still going fast, thinking, "Okay, he's gonna let go now. He's gonna let go." I tell you he's what, you, could, you must have claws like a fucking talon because I holding guess. on <laughs> to the rope while you're in the water, just being dragged the fuck uh, along, that's 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 not easy. I guess I guess I just didn't want to let go. Just dragging the fuck along. And I think yeah. what happened was like they because they weren't looking back the whole time. So they look back, see how I'm doing. Then they went, and so they turned their head forward. And by the time they look back, I was in the water being dragged. Well, I'm glad you guys both survived. So you guys, you know, yeah, that was a long time ago, not my weekend. Right, right, right. Well, what did you do? What didn't you do this weekend? Um, you still recuperating from Vegas, or you good? Uh, no, I'm fine now. Yeah, no, that, that okay. that's that's done. Um, he's he's straight. Yeah, he only had five hours sleep. He's good. <laughs> but uh, no, Saturday I think we just kind of hung around the house, didn't really do much. Sunday I went to basketball again finally, um, and uh, it was all right. I mean, it was I definitely played like as if I haven't played for a year. Um, you could definitely tell <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> but I held it takes on. a while to get back into basketball. Yeah, for sure. yeah, but um, definitely sore afterwards, you know, and whatnot. So. That, that's that, that was my weekend. Not, not, nothing too crazy. Oh, but I do have um, Fourth of July plans. Uh, What's that? To Delmar. What do they call it? San Diego County Fair now or oh, something? Oh, the yeah. fair. Yeah. Are you going to the fair? Yeah, going to the fair on Saturday, and then Sunday night we're going to basement uh, EDM club in San Diego, and raging to till the Fourth of July. So, nice. Yeah. Very cool. So, do me a favor. Yo. I don't know if you're still on your diet, but oh. <laughs> you got to try the chicken and waffles on a stick. Chicken and waffles on a stick? Yeah, I'll try yeah. it. No big deal. Cool. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, did you catch my Snapchat story today? Uh, no, I haven't been on today. <laughs> I wonder if it, you can catch it before it goes away. Oh, um, I mean, I'll I'll just I'll just retell the story today. But I'll say it as part of my weekend. Um, riding into work today. Um, and just like normal, you know, I, I commute every fucking day, you know, big deal. But I feel yeah. like something brush against my chin. I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like a leaf or something. And I feel it brush against my chin again. And I was like, oh, maybe it's like a, like a loose strand or maybe it's my, my chin strap or something. Right. So I try yeah. to reach in and like, maybe I was like, okay, maybe something is stuck in there and it's tickling. And so I try to reach under my helmet, reach in and, and, and move it. And I'm like, all right, fine, nothing. And then. I feel something crawl from my chin up over my lips oh, onto no. the front of my glasses that I'm wearing, my sunglasses, <laughs> and it definitely has a lot of fucking legs. It, it took the it took everything I had not to direct my bike directly into oncoming traffic to kill the fucking spider that's on my face. <laughs> it oh was, my! Uh, what but, the hell, dude? Dude, I had a moment, a fraction of a second of panic, but luckily. I've actually imagined that happening to me before it actually happened. So uh-huh. I was able to go, wait, 
no, I know what to do. Emergency lights, pull over to the side of the road, calmly take everything off, and then burn it all, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, oh, my God. Like, luckily, I was I was on a residential street. I wasn't on the freeway or anything like that, so I could get over real quickly over to the side of the road. But holy shit, man, the rest of the ride back to work, yeah. just shaking the whole time. I'm feeling, you know how, you, you know, if someone says, you, you, someone talks about insects or itching, you start oh, yeah. itching it, everywhere. Yeah. It, like, automatically. Yeah. Automatically. Get itched, the whole time I'm like shaking and all the time to work, I'm just going, don't open your mouth. Keep breathing out my nose in case it's trying to crawl in my nose. And I'm just like, please don't crawl in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god, it was, man. It was what the hell? Trip, man. It was Were you able to see it though when you took your helmet off? What's that? When you just took it off afterwards? You, well, you... okay, so what happened was um, I, I had a little panic. Like, you know, when something's like uh, flying at your face, you kind of mm-hmm. you flinch? Right. That's what I did. I flinched because it was right in the center of my glasses. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 don't flinch. You're going to kill yourself. I flipped my visor open pulled over to the side of the road, then took my helmet off and shook it all out, and I couldn't find it. So my guess is that when I flipped the visor up, the wind yeah. caught it. Yeah. yeah. When you flip your visor up, so much air goes in through the helmet and goes out, A, the vents, and B, down through your neck. Yeah, but I... I mean, it's like blasting Yeah, but air, see, I was so. I was afraid that it got blasted back up into the helmet or down my jacket. <laughs> oh yeah, you know yeah. I was like yeah. shit. So yeah, <laughs> I was uh, I was patting myself down on the side of the road and shaking my helmet out. Oh god, it was <laughs> it was pretty scary. Yeah, um, that is yeah. Fuck yeah, dude, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah, like I because I, I, we had that conversation with Lainey because Lainey is deathly afraid of spiders. Mm. If she sees a spider within arm's reach of her, she will mm-hmm. start crying. What? Like her, her, uh, like, tr- like uh, her emotions just make her cry. She's like, I can't stop it. It's she's not sad. Her body just poof, immediately oh. becomes emotional. It like has this crazy trigger in her. Um, wow. And she's like, what yeah. if what if your spider was radioactive though? I mean, you can have powers <laughs> right now, right? Right. Dang. That's what I kept thinking on the on the way back to work. Like, okay, if I didn't get rid of it and it's still in my helmet <laughs> and it's crawling on me, it's gonna be a bro. It's gonna be my spider bro. It's just gonna it be ain't pack, going nowhere you know? though, because like you said, your visor in front like of right you. Now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's, it's gonna be in bed with you, watch. Man, right. got my new new pet. Yeah, that what do crazy. you name him? Huh? What do you name him? Oh, uh, please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> PDK. PDK. Exactly. PDK. PDK. Please don't kill me. Oh man, yeah, so, that shit's wild. Yeah. Well, good thing you see. Fuck, man, wakeboarding it, it, accidents it, and spider yeah. and on your bike, though. Fuck. Yeah, it inspired like, me. It inspired me to um, Snapchat. The yeah, Snapchat I saw that. Like, I was like, I, like, like a four, like a, like four clips or like five. I, I like, got, that's pretty cool. I, <laughs> yeah, I got to work. Did you like I was it? Like, I was like, I, I was shaking. I was like, I gotta before I go into work. I gotta, I gotta like tell like somebody it, about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been, it, I've been tagged by. By a bunch of bugs over the years while riding. Um, yeah, like I've hit them, you know, and, and yeah. I've had my visor up and had like a bee fly in and get. Yeah, I got stung that. by a bee once in the temple, and that, that was probably the worst. Yeah. Oh but yeah, I remember every, that? Yeah, mm-hmm. every fucking time, an an insect hit me in the face while I was riding. 
because my visor was up or I was wearing a non-full helmet. There's a moment of like, like a millisecond of, oh, fuck, like of serious panic, like, oh, fuck, like I don't want to crash. Just there's like a millisecond. It's hard to explain. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're just like, ah, that fucking stunk. But that's the second you feel that, that you're not expecting it. You're just like, you shit yourself. So, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's my weekend. (laughs) Oh, man. Spider tried to kill MCP. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, on that note, that's pretty much wraps it up. (laughs) (laughs) Be careful out there, kids. Watch out. Even if you wore a helmet, Harley, while you're wakeboarding, anything, you would have, it didn't matter, huh? If I was wearing a full fit, like, motorcycle helmet, I would have been okay. That helmet would have broken the, the plane of the water, and I would have been. I was going to say, I mean, that's not true. When he was wearing a helmet, he's got a spider inside him. Let, so. me, let, me, let me crazy <laughs> that. My neck was sore for another 48 hours. Okay. And my back hurt for a good. The rest of the day. Like, I woke up the next day and my back was okay, but my neck was stiff and sore. Um, yeah, I, I, I fucked up my neck and my back on that accident. Okay. So, don't do crack, kids. Remember that. Up with hope. Down, Down. with dope. Absolutely. Episode 317 is in the books. Just randomly rants out on all things Movies. sci-fi, spiders, wakeboarding, ass-waxing, Game of Thrones. We cover it all. We cover it all in the Badwoods podcast. See? We randomly ran on everything. Why don't we got it? We absolutely, you know? Deep is blue. It's my head. It's like a shark fin. Boy, I'm saying. Your boy Fonzo saying we ride together. Harley, what's wrong, baby? (laughs) MCP, bad place for life. (laughs) I just love that. The ending of that fucking movie where the guy's fucking an alien. He's like, What's wrong, baby? Or no, the Oh, ants. yes! That's right! Oh, yeah, yeah it's 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 on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. I didn't know what you were saying. Yeah, because yeah, at the I end of the movie, I, I look over at Mazzy and I'm like, cover your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and it goes back there. to it. You literally yeah. show them titties again. And yeah. then all of a sudden it goes to the guy and he's like, what's wrong, baby? <laughs> you just like, and that's how it is. Credits roll. Credits roll. Yeah. Oh, it's so perfect, yeah. <laughs>